What's going on, everybody? It is time for another best in the business. We got 16 of the biggest men. Well, maybe not the biggest men, but 16 of the most memorable big men in uh, in the business. Now, sure, there's a lot of names that you're not going to see on this list, but we'll get to those. Well, the honorable mentions, we'll get to those in just a second. But first of all, I'm Jake, a.k.a. Bomber, and we got three other dudes here today, and one of those dudes happens to be Peanut. How you doing? You ready to uh, You ready to feel up some big men? Or, well, not quite, uh, you know. Whoa. What? Well, I didn't mean feel up. I meant talk uh, about. Our, I meant talk our about. Our famous uh, uh, backyard in the business, whatever <laughs> we call our shows. <laughs> God damn it. Um, That's a good if, name. If you saw one of our backyard in the businesses, uh, you'd see that uh, me, Peanut, I'm the perfect judge for um, who is the best big man in the business. Being a huge six foot ten uh, mm-hmm. monster, if you go back and watch that show. So, uh, based on the grounds of, of judging, uh, I think I'm the most qualified here. So, I'm looking forward to laying down the law and uh, yeah, making and, sure the right guy wins. Well, okay. For, yeah, first of all, people listening that have not watched those, that's called. Uh, backyard breakdowns uh, on our YouTube channel. You need to watch that. That's good stuff. Um, but anyway, we got Lee and Scott. First of all, Lee, how are you doing? Are you ready to feel up? Uh, no. Uh, talk about some big men. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little sick, but, uh, you know, I'm the realest guy in the room. I just came up with that, so uh, don't anyone steal it from me. And uh, let's get it going. I'll try not to do that. And also, we got Scott here, who I heard is also sick. Something's going around up in Canada. Right now, well, there's only five people in Canada, don't you? Yeah, know? it happens. But or it's, they know. are the same person, <laughs> according to Rab. Yes. Shut up, but, uh, <laughs> Scott. How are you on your sickness scale? Are you doing all right? Uh, it's a stuffy nose, uh, some congestion. It's taking some medicine for that. It's otherwise fine. It's just kind of bleh. So cool. it's great for talking. No, I'm, seriously, it's gonna be fine. But it's just, you know, it's cold up here. But it got better, and then it snowed a lot. So yeah, Canada. Perfect. That's Canada in a nutshell. But here we go. Let's talk about some big men and honorable mentions. Um, Scott, you want to go through a couple of these guys first that we have a little list well, here? Yeah, I mean, we. I kind of wanted. I always jump in with this anyway, so this kind of is my thing on this show. <laughs> but what the big men is, like when you think of the big men, not just the big fat guys, but it's it is kind of a wrestling term of a big man, like the, the guys who do the big boot, the choke slams, this, the larger-than-life guys, those massive ones, mm-hmm. um, and the fat guys. You know, it's, it's those kind of guys. Um, so we got some honorable mentions that might be like, what, really, him? But we kind of explain it. So I'll go at the top of the list, if so that works for you, Bomber. Sure, yeah, yeah, go hard. Cool. Well, the first one up there is Hulk Hogan, because he technically is big, but he never wrestled like a big man. Like... That's I mean, true. He, he was always the guy taken out. He was always the guy taken out the big men. So yeah. I feel like he was probably overshadowed as the big guy, as the big man, yeah. because he, he was he taken fought down monsters, the big but yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but unlike, um, I mean, obviously, an honorable mention is not the Undertaker. He fought monsters bigger than him too, but he always still fought like a big man. So yes. Hogan never fought like a big man. He fought like you look at an Austin or a, a Michaels or a, a Hart. They have different styles, but they always fight like a smaller guy. Hogan always fought like a smaller guy who like overcame the odds. So he fought like Cena, and Cena's not huge, so it's that kind of thing. Um, the other name I threw in there was Braun Strowman. People are probably be like, "Oh, why is Braun not on there?" Well, they will. They will. He, he's he's too new. It was the consensus, but 
If I had my way, I'd probably still have him on this list, honestly. True, he will be there I don't someday. know who, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Two years, dude, him, two years yeah. down the line, we would, we would have had him on this list. I say That's that, yeah, I agree, but prediction. I still think he would lose to almost anybody <laughs> on this list. Like, right, if we did it right Absolutely now. Absolutely not. Yes. I can tell you that too and you're always wrong about that problem, really but that's okay. why this is funny. oh oh god we're yeah. doing this thing already where anyway uh, we're not even in the one <laughs> um but the other one all this other one here is umaga um who kind of is one of those guys but i mean the obvious thing there is his career got cut short so yeah you can kind of you can kind of axe it right there i like him but he was awesome i really liked him especially his last man standing with cena was a fun one at the rumble a couple years ago mm -hmm. and hey speaking of rumble that's the segue i forgot um big men are always a thing in the rumble they're like oh the biggest man has the advantage in the battle royal they, ne they never win since the andre days but yep. ignore that don't worry about that but that's you know thematic yeah that's why okay. we're doing it that's why we're doing this thing yeah exactly um one other name i'll throw it in there because we oh, hadn't had before we list. get too far along i should bring up yeah. um uh, Ginger Mahal is no longer WWE champion. Oh God damn it! No. In the no. coming <laughs> weeks, he will be your new United States this champion. So why are you here? Oh, it's been a while. Damn it! We we, we needed that. <laughs> it's it's been a while. We needed that. Um, I was going to mention we didn't really mention it anywhere on on our pre-show talk. Not that we do that. Shh. Um, Batista. I didn't even write him down, but oh, he's you know a bigger what? guy. That's not a bad one. Batista. Yeah, Batista. Not a bad he's one. he's not really. Jordan, he's never Triple really... H, but. He He's never a... really did big man stuff either. Like Sheamus almost gets into that range. Well, like guys like that aren't on here. So yeah, um, yeah. But we got one man gang. We got Peanuts' favorite great colleague. We, we <coughs> talked about which I mean no, just no. Um, WWE yeah. champion. Also, Giant Gonzalez. Oh, Lee, Giant Gonzalez just stunk, man. Lee brought up uh, Reese, which I didn't even think about. Lee mentioned Reese, who might Reese be worse Studio. than Giant Gonzalez, by the way. Yeah, I think he might. You said the Yeti, the Yeti. Yeah, he was the Yeti, yeah. and he was in he was in uh, Raven's flock, and he had. I think he was 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 he Loch Ness as well? I can't remember. Oh God, no, know. that's no. God. That's giant haystacks. That's um, right. Seven hundred right. pounds. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, um, he should be on the list of the not on the list. <laughs> yeah. Also, well, um, in, that, in that case, also Big Daddy from. I was going to say, and Big Daddy definitely needs to be mentioned at least in here, and Kamala. Fuck. Yeah, Kamala, yeah, Kamala. I never really met, saw him as a big guy, but he was more of like a. Oh, he absolutely is. Though. I mean, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But he never. I mean, that's that's as memorable as he was. He's a good honorable uh. mention. Yeah, uh, I I can't. I came up with the Wall from WCW in their dying days, which was pretty bad. He was and he was Malice in TNA. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. he was in the final with Ken Shamrock. To be the first NWA champion in the TNA days. And speaking of TNA, we brought up somebody. I was it you, Scott, that mentioned Abyss. Somebody mentioned Abyss. I think so. That was yeah. uh, that, not now, a bad mention, but just not quite. I just want to say Abyss should probably be on the main list if he wasn't languished away in TNA. Oh yeah, he probably would. He, he did kind of nothing over there, and it kind of sucked for him. So yeah. I originally had Abdul the Butcher and Earthquake in the tournament, but they got knocked out for a couple of these other guys that we got in here. JBL. Um, and yeah, J You'll Matt, notice Matt Zion and here. Matt Zion and Peanut want fucking JBL on the list, but that didn't happen. Matt Zion is actively texting us saying JBL. I know so. while he's not in here Just because he remember, said he was we going do out have to a dinner. free pick. Yeah, we always have a free pick. No, we're not doing no fucking. This is this is big men in the business, not big pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, um, and tugboat was our last one. Tugboat. Just as far as for big men as well, I keep thinking of like older school guys like Gorilla Monsoon, right? Mm -hmm. Close, to, yeah. Um, Giant Baba, Lee mentioned as well. Yeah. Um, 
we, we just started listing big guys like Ricky Dozan was kind of bigger. Yeah. Um, Akebono is a big man. Mm-hmm. Um, Giant Silva is large. Yeah, there were a lot cast. of Japanese big, guys. It's in that, his name. Yeah, but like, but yeah, Heidenreich. Can't we forget just, about yeah, Heidenreich. Yeah, God damn it, Peanut. honestly, why are you? <laughs> God damn it, I'm like throwing this, it out there. I, I like know, this theme song. Um, but no, like that's how that's how many names we got down before we started being like, yeah, we're just listing big guys. Ethan like, Jones. Okay. Yep. And he on that. On Matt the Nathan, jo- Nathan Jones note, Matt Morgan was, he's a big dude. Vladimir uh, Kozlov. Matt, yeah, Matt Morgan's Ooh. the biggest wasted potential ever, I think. Those are not quite, Who those was? are mentions, not quite honorable <laughs> mentions. Those, no, but the, that's how far we had no, to go to get some of these. We're, we're doing, this is what we do before every show. We're just giving some insights. Yes. Yeah, insight. except we kept going. We, we jumped in. So yeah. let's get the actual stuff. So here. yeah, let's do this thing. <laughs> let's start the actual tournament. Let's go. With the first round, the first matchup, we're talking Rikishi versus Vader, Big Van Vader, whatever you want to call him. We're talking Vader. Um, Lee, do you want to start us off here? Oh, sure. And this is an easy pick for me. Um, Both of these guys are actually, uh, I I think some people might underrate Rikishi just because of the sort of comedic stuff that really got him fame. But before he was Rikishi, like he, he that was a repackaging. He he was in the WWE for quite a while. Some people don't remember that that he was like Fatu and shit and the before then, right? And the Sultan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and those gimmicks just died. But he was, and quite frankly, probably still is a fairly talented big guy. Like even after he put on even more weight, like he was just sort of you know standard Samoan size for a while. You know, like really big all around, but not with the big massive ass. Once he put on the big, big time weight with the massive ass and all that stuff, he he could still fly around and work pretty well. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of good things to say about Rikishi, but Vader's just the total package as far as like a big man goes because he's he's a he's a, a believable monster. B he can work just fucking circles around just about anybody. Uh, three all of his shit is believable. All of his offense is just destructive and believable. And he's just like legit a menacing guy, and and his his characters endured, uh, not any not even in just North America, but around the world. So uh, Vader gets an easy buy through this one, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, uh, I guess I'll jump in there real quick and go next. First of all, before I do, I want to say the way I am ranking everyone in this tournament, how I'm picking my person is. It is the best big man in the business. That that's not necessarily who's the best wrestler in the business or anything like in, out of this tournament. It is who utilized to me the big man role. That's how I'm judging this by the way. That's how I'm doing. It. So when I make my picks, that's what I'm talking about. Who utilized the big man role to the best uh in the business. So fair, So if they criteria. have the name big in their name, they have an advantage. If big in their name is definitely definitely some uh, bonus points. I'll say that. So, just a spoiler for later. And on. I should have called myself Big Bad Peanut. <laughs> Big <myself>. Bad Peanut. <laughs> there we go. So, anyway, yeah, just like you said, Rikishi, as big as he was, uh, wow, super agile. He like, he was, he hit super kicks. He hit, he came off the top rope a decent amount. He came off the top of a fucking cage. Uh, at one point, killed Val Venus pretty much. Um, I love this finisher personally, the Rikishi driver. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if that was somebody else's move before that. But I love basically 
That's, that's basically the safest version of the fire thunder driver you could possibly do because his goddamn legs were so thick that yeah. there's no chance your head mm. would touch the fucking. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I really like the uh, the Rikishi driver, and actually, I think he was. When I went back and thought about it, he was one of my favorite wrestlers. Not like the favorite, but one of my favorite guys in the Attitude Era. Believe it or not, and it was a mixture of how agile he was for a big man and. The comedy stuff, which I think, sadly, that is what he's going to probably be known for the most is the fucking stink face and all that. Right. But like you said, yeah, he definitely was a better wrestler than he's going to be remembered for. Um, now, when it comes to Vader, okay, yeah, obviously Vader, he wasn't known as, like, super agile. He'll do, like, top rope stuff. He does the moonsault. He did a couple things like that. Uh, he utilized a lot of splashes, like, the running just off the ropes, just running and, like, hitting the splash in the ring, which uh, always works out good. And just to me, he was one of the meanest motherfuckers I ever met. When I was a kid, the first time I remember seeing Vader was during his whole uh, stuff with his WCW stuff with Sting. And I wasn't the biggest Sting fan, but I did like Sting. And I just felt so bad watching him beat the absolute shit out of Sting. And I will never forget, he was one of the first guys that I remember in wrestling, just period, as like a bad a bad guy. Just a guy that I was, I wasn't really afraid of, but you know, like, I was like, holy shit, that guy will <clears throat> fucking kill me. Um, yeah. But no, like... It's unfortunate what happened to him in WWE because he was amazing in WCW. He was even better in Japan, and he almost <laughs> got fucking neutered in WWE. But uh, on top of him just being a big motherfucker, he was one of the best brawlers that I remember back in the day. And I, as much as I, I actually, if I put him side by side, I actually remember more stuff about Rikishi and like Rikishi probably more, but overall as definitely a big man in the sport, easily I think Vader's gonna get the win for me over Rikishi here. But I am very uh I for some reason I don't know why I was big on Rikishi, but I was very big on Rikishi back in the day. But I'm gonna pick Vader for my pick in this one. Um Peanut, who you got? Man, I love all the love that he's getting. I was worried he would get get bashed maybe for being remembered for the comedy stuff yeah who's gonna bash why does hey i didn't know but i'm glad nobody is because like everyone kind of mentioned he was he was great and he bumped well um Mm -hmm. like he was the first big guy i can remember i mean probably isn't the first when he would take a clothesline he'd do like a backflip 360 yeah right and uh yeah it just looked cool so he could work the big guy style but he would also make if someone was bigger than him he would make that guy look freaking huge um but with that said vader was freaking scary and uh growing up you know i was younger when vader was in his heyday i guess and i was legitimately scared so i don't know i want to give a vote to rikishi though just because i don't know you think he was the more better big man in the business that's fine maybe because i just want to give him a respect vote here that's me assuming Scott's vote. Assuming Scott's so maybe- vote. I know he's a big Vader fan. <laughs> okay. Well, that's so, uh, that's one for Rikishi, two for Vader. This could be an accidental upset, but I, yes, I have a, we bad, do have I have a, a feeling toss in the, in the mm-hmm. wings if we need it. We don't need the coin toss. No coin toss? <laughs> I'm, I'm more like, oh, you kept Vader from getting a sweep. 
Um, no, no, no disrespect to Rikishi. He was easily one of the more overacts of the Attitude Era. Um, he got two cruiserweights over like mad with too cool. Um, he did that cage dive, like I said, against Val Venus. Uh, two-time, three-time Intercontinental Champion, multi-time tag champion. He was crazy over. Like, I, I was watching clips of just, uh, recently of Rikishi and Too Cool dance with, like, somebody, the Dudley Boys or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they would put the sunglasses on the guys and they would just dance. The crowd goes nuts. Oh. They're just dancing badly. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god. The Rumble in 2000 stopped for that. Um... <laughs> If not for the fact that it was Triple H leading up to the whole Cactus Jack stuff, Rikishi would have won the WWE title off of him around February or March. He was that over and it was that feud that was happening. It was that close. It almost happened. And it was believable to people. That's how over he was there. Um, For me, though, Vader was kind of always that over. Like He was a monster all the time. Even at his low points in WWE, he was still destructive and well, destructive. Um, my favorite match of his is still that final four match when he got bloodied and took his mask off and just beat the fuck out of Bret Hart for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was a great match because he's like, oh, no, he's wounded. No, he's going to keep going now. Here, uh, yeah, no, he's just, a little, he's just a little pissed off. That's it. Now, now he's going. Here we go. He got him active. Um, but no, Vader is honestly one of my all-time favorites. Um, he could move like no one else, like those cartwheels and moonsaults and stuff. It's like, what? what the hell is that guy doing doing that? And yet... Yeah. Like Lee said, it was always believable. He would destroy someone. And I've said this about Vader multiple times, so I'm repeating myself here, but he was one of the first bad guys I remember not having to cheat the win. He was just legitimately beat you. Like, Mm -hmm. he didn't have to cheat or have his manager do stuff, but he also sometimes had that with Harley Race or guys like that. Yeah, that's when they stuck Harley Race in there. It's like, we've got to give Harley something to do. But he could literally just beat the crap out of Sting and beat Sting. Like, he didn't have to cheat to do it either. He would just do it. Like, oh, yeah. God. Mm-hmm. That's how good he was at that. And that was, that's honestly amazing. That's why, like, Kevin Owens gets to a point like that. Like, only his certain few guys can pull that off. So, I, I like that with Vader. He's one of my favorites anyway. So, you put him on a list like this. Yeah, I'm going to pick him for this one. So, but again, no disrespect to Rikishi. It's kind of a, kind of a raw deal for him here because I think he could have beat out a bunch of others, honestly. It's just, I, I believe it, that. It's, I do believe Vader. that. Yeah. It, it's just Vader. I mean, look at it this way. Rikishi's in the Hall of Fame. Vader isn't. I know. That's so weird. There's a lot of names on this list that we're going to talk about that. It's like, wait, they're not in the Hall of Fame? I didn't even yep. know some of these guys who weren't in the Hall of Fame because I just assumed they were. But, yeah, mm. Vader's definitely one of those names. And he'll, he'll get in. There's no doubt. He'll get in. I just hope he gets in before any kind of heart issue happens because that was a couple of years and he's yeah. gotten better. But put him in the Hall of Fame, guys. Like, he's, let him do his speech. He still sake. works, though, right? Somewhat. Yeah, uh, I guess so. I mean, I, I, mean, I use that in quotes. I mean, I wouldn't call <laughs> it a yeah. Will Osprey a year ago or so. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. That was a fun match, actually. I enjoyed that. That was, yeah. Oh, I enjoy seeing Osprey get the beat. beat oh, it was good. Up it was anyway, good. yeah. All right. So <laughs> there we go. Vader wins three to one, advancing to the second round. Now we're moving on to the second match. Big John Stud. He's got big in his name. That means that's a, that's a plus there. Uh, versus <laughs> Kevin Nash. Scott, you want to start this one off? Uh, Kevin Nash, also known as, don't forget this, Big Sexy Kevin and, Nash. Yeah, and, so, and Diesel also, if you want to throw that in there. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Yep. Mm, he's and got Oz. two bigs. Wow. He's also oh, Oz. No. Big oh, yeah, Oz. Oz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, seriously, Oz. John Studd, um, I, I watched wrestling from around the first WrestleMania time frame, so Studd was a, like a bigger guy at that point, but he wasn't world title level guy, so he was, I, I knew of him, but not much of his real heyday. 
Um, but, I mean, Nash, obviously, Diesel and, and from the era, he's a different era entirely. Um, I liked the Diesel character originally when he was a badass, and when he won the title and became this goofy face, I didn't like it. And then when he went with the black glove and started hating people before the WCW jump, it was fun again. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's still entertaining even when he's, like, with the short silver hair in TNA. He just kind of doesn't give a crap and uses ah. his five moves, and no, he does. And it's, I mean, he knows exactly what he's doing, and he maximizes it. it it's note, always I loved him in TNA, by the way. He was hilarious. Yeah, oh, no, he was good. He, he was good. Um, John Studd, I mean, he won the first Rumble, yes. Um, I... Well, oh, second, sorry, the second, second Rumble. Yeah, the, second. the first pay-per-view Rumble, excuse me. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it was in 89. Um, Duggan won 88, but mm-hmm. uh, the first 30-man Rumble, the pay-per-view. He won that because it was a battle royal thing. That was what he did. That was his thing. That was his Hall of Fame moment. And he's a Hall of Fame and all that stuff. But I kind of got to go with Nash. I mean, I know it's not the criteria that you're using, Bomber, of who's the better big man. Because, honestly, Stud might be. But he, he wasn't a five-time world champion like Kevin Nash was. He he used it better in a different era to become world champ multiple times in different yeah. eras even. So I got to go with Nash. There's just, There was okay. more to him. I feel. I know some people are like sacrilege. There's not more to Nash. I, I mean, it's an overall character, everything for him. So, all right. So that's one for Kevin Nash. Peanut. How about we uh, hear from you? Who you got? Uh, this is tough um, because I really don't know much of Big John Stud besides what they play on the what a whatever clip he might appear in during uh, Rumble's Royal Rumble uh, buildups. It's but usually him winning that know. Rumble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But Kevin Nash, um, I don't know him. Like his matches, I don't know. They don't age well, especially for that era, because um, it wasn't really super long ago. He just like, uh, um, I don't know. He always seemed like he was about to break his his calf. Is that the <laughs> joke? Calf did. or quad? Quad. Yeah. Quad. He usually quad. did um, break something in his legs. But even when he was, you know, he always looks well. He's tall, so he can't walk that well. That's how I assume being tall is like. I wouldn't know. I'm only 6'10". Um, but yeah, with based on ignorance, though, I had to go with Kevin Nash because I don't have much ground for no. Big John Stud. And uh, I got to say, I'm glad I didn't go first because Scott kind of uh, sold me on this one. I made sure I didn't pick you first for that one because I knew you didn't know who the fuck <laughs> Big John Stud was. I was I hoping I gave I you the know brackets ahead of time. Royal I, Rumble. I was hoping you would oh, do your no research. Way. No, not a chance. Oh, Why the fuck? <laughs> okay. All right. So that's two for Kevin Nash. Actually, what? I'm going to throw my JBL vote in this one. No, you're not, <laughs> you're not fucking picking JBL here. Uh, Lee, who no, you Kevin got? Nash. I'll, go, I'll go last. We got two for Nash. Yeah, two for Nash. Lee, who you got? All right. Um, this one's kind of tough because I really don't like Kevin Nash. Kind of, he, he he's my 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 term for him uh, that I picked up somewhere is uh, big poochie basically. Like he, he's he's kind of like that poochie character in The Simpsons. There, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he thinks he's really cool, but he's really not. Um, but man, okay, Kevin Nash is the higher profile guy. He had the better career. He's had more titles. He's had more success and more companies than Big John Studd did. John Studd unfortunately died early. Uh, but Big John Stud was the better worker. I'll say that he all around he was a better worker. He was a more convincing big man. He was actually bigger than Kevin Nash, uh, if if I recall correctly. He's about he was about seven feet and he was three hundred 
way plus 300 pounds. But he was, you know, like a big solid. Like, he was like Braun Strowman kind of size. Like, solid mm-hmm. seven-footer, you know, not big fat guy. Um, unfortunately, he was in an era where he was just the set-up guy to be beaten by the big faces. That was, that was kind of his role. Um, and also, like, all the other stuff he did was kind of before mass televised wrestling. So a lot of people probably just don't remember him all that well. Yep. Um, so I kind of have to give it to Kevin Nash because he's really the big man who probably utilize, he, he's, he's probably gotten more out of having less talent than any other person on this fucking list, quite frankly. And, <laughs> uh, I guess I got to give him credit for that and I hate to do it, but I do have to vote for Kevin Nash. Okay. Hey, Can I make an early prediction for uh, next round when we do <laughs> Vader versus Nash? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so what are you? Um, what, what, what's up, I just wanted to say real quick in there too. We, we didn't mention that Stud was in the era of Andre. Yeah. So when oh. you're a giant in that era, but you're not the giant, you're number two. And what do you remember? What do you remember him from losing the body slam challenge? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. He, he never got to be the one. So I mean, that's that's just the victim of the time. If he wasn't during that era, it would have been a lot different, I think. But mm-hmm. um, Okay, well, since uh, it's three votes already for Nash, my, I guess I'll just do an abbreviated version here. Um, first of all, I actually wrote down all the stats for everybody as far as their height and weight, and I forgot to do that with the first <coughs> match. Um, Rikishi was – these are – I don't know if this is legit. This is what they were billed as, so – Oh, that's you know. oh, that's the fun way. Do, definitely yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, Rikishi yeah. was six one, four hundred and twenty five pounds. That was Rikishi. Six six one. Uh, Vader was six five, four fifty. I feel like that's a lot, but I don't think he was. That's about right. He he was a little shorter than Hogan. I remember that. Yeah, that's he was six right. five. So this match, that was the last match. This match, Big John Stud six ten, three sixty. Kevin Nash six ten, three twenty. So both don't build as the same height, but. Yeah, don't forget, if you're 6'10", you're 7 feet. Yeah, 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 nearly 7 feet, yeah. So that's the stats coming to this one. I'll actually read the stats off before we go into each one. I forgot to do that in the first match. But anyway, coming into this, I was actually – Big John Studd's uh, run was, I think, right before I was born and stuff, so I really didn't get to see it when it happened. But somehow I remember Big John Stud when I was a kid. I don't know how. Because I had um, these little rubber, I don't know if anybody even knows what the fuck I'm talking about, but these little rubber action figures back in yeah, the day, the, LJN made. The LJN action yeah. figures, absolutely, I have, yeah. I have like almost 50 to 60 of those motherfuckers at like my parents' house in the attic somewhere. But In yeah. action figures, really, but you know. Yeah, they were just rubber. Like, yeah, there was rubber guys. No they yeah, but they, they were good, they were big, I remember those, yeah. Yeah, I had like four <laughs> copies of Big John Stud. Like, I had four <laughs> Big John Stud, and he was one of my favorites that I played with. I don't know why. Maybe it's the way he was positioned, but I remember I always liked him for some reason, and I never really knew much about him. So I – obviously, as time went, I, I learned who he was and whatnot. But, I mean, a lot of people – I think the biggest thing he's known for or going to be known for is the Body Slam Challenge, which you guys just talked about. The whole, he would, it, like, you know, a lot of the younger people watching, you peanut probably right now, um, you know, the master lock challenge. It was the whole, it was the same deal. He, he said, somebody come out and body slam me. People would come try to do it. They couldn't do it, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, you know, it was Andre the Giant. That was the one that came out and beat him. Won like $15,000 and, you know, it was, I, what it took place the first WrestleMania. So 
<coughs> yeah, he threw it to the crowd. Unfortunately for Big John Studd, when we talk about success, that was one of his biggest, most memorable things he's known for. I mean, yes, he did win the second Royal Rumble, but I guarantee you when you go back and think about who won the Royal Rumbles, you will hardly ever remember Big John Studd. He's the one of the most fucking forgotten. Rey Mysterio. Wow. No, I, um, I mean, John as Cena. years go on, we've got 30 of them, Bomber, but they do still like to pump out Duggan and Stud quite a bit as the first ones. Wow. Well, I they do, yeah. Duggan anyway. more than anyone, but Stud, yeah. But they still it, it's been more in years past that they've been, um, yeah. I feel like bringing up the first whatever. First but they, they always, whenever they talk about them, though, they always mm-hmm. sort of lump them in as like, these are the guys who started it. Like they'll talk about yeah. Bruno Sammartino oh, yeah. in that fashion, yeah. and then they'll go like, mm-hmm. "But here's the real stars." Yeah, that won the, yeah. That the one the later one. Batista. Yeah. Bah, bah. They've been playing the they've been playing like the re- same rehashed uh, Royal Rumble build up for like mm. fifteen years oh, now. The stats oh god, by the numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to really like that, but it's like I've seen this before. It's you just mm-hmm. put Kane in it in the, for number fifteen to now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, what was it oh, unfortunately, Segway. unfortunately, when you compare Kevin Nash and Big John Stud with accomplishments, like fucking Royal Rumble win is Big John Stud compared to all the titles, all the the main event time Kevin Nash has had. And obviously, <laughs> when you when you hold them side by side on who had the better career, yes, obviously Kevin Nash head and shoulders over Big John Stud. But I'm definitely gonna pick Big John Stud as the as as I said the uh, the better big man in the business because. He utilized it way better than Kevin Nash did. Kevin Nash, I never really remember him as, yes, he used the big boot and he used the power bomb and stuff, but I never remember him using his size that, like, as heavily as guys like Big John Studd and Andre the Giant, guys like that, like the older school guys. Kevin Nash, maybe because cause it's more modern, maybe it's why the st- styles changed, but I don't know. I think Big John Studd was one of the better uh, 80s big men in wrestling, I think. Um, and by the way, another side note, he is one of the few people in the WWE and WCW Hall of Fame. I had to mark that down because that was pretty big. But, yes, that's uh, that's uh, that's it. Three to one. Uh, Kevin Nash is going to get the win and advance to the next round. So and That was the condensed version of your pick? Well, it, it went a little <laughs> long because we all jumped in. Yeah, my bad. I'll, I'll keep the next one short. So, uh, Peanut, how about you start this off? Oh, we no, got, you don't know. we got Kane. Oh. I got. Hopefully, these are two people you've heard of before. Uh, <laughs> Not the second name you're about to list. We got Kane. Go on. Kane, first one's a mayor who was and... listed as <laughs> Kane was seven foot tall, three hundred and twenty pounds, and Andre the Giant was listed as seven foot four, five hundred and twenty pounds. So we got Kane versus Andre the Giant. Peanut, who are you going with? Well, off the bat andre the giant has giant in his name so that means he was pretty big um yeah outside of jokes though uh, <laughs> andre the giant obviously is the most well-known well he is just known for being a giant he's known for being body slammed by um hulk hogan which was an astounding feat because he was so tall in feet but kane he was an outstanding big guy because he was jumping off the top rope, doing some clotheslines. He was scary. He was big. Um, I don't know. The easy vote here is Andre the Giant because of he's legendary in that department. But I don't know. I got to go with Kane for the length of his career. 
the <laughs> style he's he's been able to work and um i'm going with kane okay uh that is one vote for kane i will uh i'll jump in and go uh real quick so like i said i'll keep this one a little bit quicker um Andre the Giant, he was billed as the eighth wonder of the world. And for those of you, obviously, the uh, the younger people, again, if you don't know why China was called the ninth one of the world, that's why, because Giant was the eighth. So, um, no, Giant was the the epitome of the, the big man, the big man. Obviously, he was Hogan's, uh, one of his greatest rivals, if not the biggest rival for Hogan. And almost like John Studd, who was who utilized his size with the body slam. Um, Andre, the giant was almost impossible to body slam. That's why the the Hogan slam was so big and so memorable because he was so big, so massive. He used his size to do everything. Like if you remember, he put somebody in the corner and he would just slam with his butt, just like, well, hips or whatever you want to call it or back, whatever. But he would just slam up against them. Just stuff like that. Just using his big size and just, he didn't have to show a bunch of strength, which he did. He did. Obviously he did uh, have quite a bit of strength and stuff, but he was the epitome of the big man. And Kane, unfortunately, who is a good big man wrestler who does have that little small bit of agile uh, stuff. Well, I mean, he's not that agile. He does have the, the top rope lariat. He does have that. And I don't know. Kane is always, when, when I was looking at this bracket, I almost left Kane off. I almost forgot about Kane, believe it or not, because when you think of big men, for some reason, I don't think of Kane. I think of Kane more of like a monster, which is a different kind of genre of wrestler and character. I think of him as a monster, like this demonic like thing. And when I think of Andre the Giant, I think of a massive motherfucker. So it's pretty simple for me when I went to pick this. I'm going to go with Andre the Giant. And again, no discredit to Kane. Kane is one of my favorite guys in the modern era, but he in this bracket, he to me doesn't hold anything close to uh, Andre the Giant. So that's what I got. Uh, Lee, what you got? All right. Um, here's the thing of Kane. Kane overall throughout the, the stretch of his career, you, you could say overall was probably the better worker. Uh, Andre the Giant was actually really good. In his early years, uh, if you've, I've seen a lot of his stuff in Japan where he was quite excellent for his size. Uh, but he was, of course, he was more agile back then, too. He hadn't put on, like, the extra, like, 200 pounds or whatever he had in his, like, later career in the WWF. Um, where his health really went down the sh- fucking shitter. Um, like, there, there, there was a point where he was doing, like, all kinds of, like, sort of athletic stuff and basic stuff that you wouldn't expect a big guy his size to be able to pull off. Uh, he was doing drop kicks and stuff like that. Um, thing with Kane, uh, you know, like in later years in his career, he he just doesn't scream the big monster to me so much because they've just brought him out so many times to be the guy who jobs. Um, as opposed to Andre the Giant, who was so well protected through the entirety of his career that he just made a much more bigger impression, I guess you could say. Uh, and overall, his legacy, you just remember him more as the big guy and pretty much the premier big guy. Um, and I think in his prime, he was probably the better worker than Kane was, fundamentally. Um, so i got to give a slight edge to Andre the Giant here. Okay. 
All right, it's going to be two for Andre the Giant. Scott, where you land here? Um, On Team well, this, Peanut. <laughs> this is a bit of a difficult <laughs> one in some ways. Um, to your monster point, Bomber, if not for the fact that he kind of went unmasked for a good chunk there and was just kind of a big man, I think that does more than qualify him here for that. I always thought of him as a bigger guy in that sense, like not just a monster. Um, but to that point, I think his best time was before he got hurt around 2001 or so. And he was just on a tear. It was great in the early Attitude Era stuff. Um, or late Attitude Era, rather, excuse me. Um, he did a little more longevity-wise, but I mean, Akrogomi, I think it's called, is what takes guys like Andre and uh, eventually Big Show out. That's the disease that makes them big. So, I mean, it, it came for him. Um, Andre, I think, was legitimately 7-2. So 7-4, like, you're, it's, let's just tack it on, right, at that point. But, Probably, yeah. Yeah. yeah and but, and Andre didn't get the surgery to prevent him from growing bigger, like like yes. the big show did, right? So Yeah, he did. Oh, I didn't um, know that was the thing. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, le- legitimately, Andre the Giant, everyone... Everyone kind of looks to him as the guy. Like, Big Show's first name was the Giant, and he was Andre's son. Like, that's yeah, doesn't get much more specific than that. Like, when Andre died, they created the Hall of Fame and put him in it, and they have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Which, okay, whatever. But he's like, it, you're talking legacy, and that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And yet, Kane is a company guy. He's been in 15 straight Rumbles. He skipped this last year, which bummed me out. Um, eliminated so many. The one with Austin was amazing in 2001. He had great runs and he had shit runs. And even before that, he was Isaac Yankum and Unibomb and all this stuff. He's done a fuck ton of stuff. But that's Andre the Giant. <laughs> um, you look at the stuff, like you said, Hogan slamming him. I mean, when they had the, the demolition problem with the, the Silver Dome, they referenced Hogan and Andre. And it wasn't just the thing that Hogan did. It was Hogan and Andre. He's still that legendary figure literally larger than life is how this kind of goes so i'm going with andre I, I don't think i need to quantify more than that i just i don't want to discredit kane it's like vader and rikishi again it's like kane is awesome yeah i mean he's got his ridiculous career resurgence right now he's gonna main event the rumble for fuck's sake but i it's just it's not i don't know any that i would put kane over in a lot, like I, I think Kane. Oh, he's a good name for this list. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I don't see many him beating many out of the first I round. F- I feel that same thing. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Like he definitely belongs on here, but he's like that's it's good that he got mentioned, like an honor to be nominated kind of thing. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird, but uh, I mean, especially against Andre. I'm sorry. It's there you go. Somebody, yeah. somebody, right now, one of our <laughs> listeners, tweet Kane, God. future future mayor of Knox County. <laughs> Mm. And let them know that Jobber Radio nominated them for our best of the big, <laughs> yeah. best of the big man. Yeah, there you go. Um, he so, got the participation award. Yeah, he sure did. So there we go. Andre the Giant advances past Kane, moving on to the second round. Now, uh, here's a big one here: Yokozuna versus Ernie Ladd, Big Cat Ernie Ladd. So Yokozuna was billed at six four, six hundred plus pounds, and Ernie Ladd, he- what's up? I was, he got up to 700 in the billing. I heard that he actually, yeah, he, I heard he did. That Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view with Jake the Snake. He was 702, oh, I think they said it. Wow. Um, Ugh. 
So Ernie Ladd came in at 6'9", 320 pounds. So uh, I'll go first on this one. Um, Yokozuna, I'll start with him. Wow. Uh, Yokozuna was a fucking one of the best big men in the business. I think Yokozuna was an amazing wrestler, especially for how big he was. 600 plus pounds. The dude was doing super kicks and like, first of all, his finish of the bonsai drop was a perfect, perfect finisher. I don't know where that came from, whose idea that was, but it was a perfect, just a big dude, just jump up off the, just jump off the middle rope or bottom rope, whichever one it was, and just squash right on your chest, sit on your chest. Fantastic finishing move that he could do to anybody. Um, and let's, <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, the funny thing is, by the way, he's the cousin to Rikishi, which is another guy that was on the list, which um, those of you who don't know, yes, Yokozuna was not Japanese. He was Samoan, but I f- assume everybody knows that, Peanut, by the way, in case you didn't know that. I couldn't um, I couldn't tell by his, his skin. Yeah, you couldn't tell. You racist son of a bitch. Um, but anyway. like um, an oriental <laughs> you, didn't he? Yeah, the, um, the only thing I feel like. His eyes. Uh, never mind. Oh god. <laughs> god damn it. Peanut? No. No, we're not we're getting filling kicked in off. for uh, Matt Zion. No, today. we're not getting kicked off YouTube. Yeah, but um <laughs> speaking of Zion. But um no. I really I really loved Matt, uh, Mr. Fuji as his mouthpiece or I guess he was his mouthpiece. Mainly his manager that came out with him. Jim Cornette really didn't work out too well, I feel, but Mr. Fuji and Yokozuna were like the perfect combo and they were like amazing. They were the perfect perfect big man, little small uh, Japanese man that would come out and they would just dominate everything. They were great. I loved Yokozuna. He, uh, he deserved definitely to be on this list. And believe it or not, when I made the list, somehow I left him off and Lee had to point out like, Oh yeah, Yokozuna needs to be on that list. And I'm like, Oh shit, you're right. But uh, then we got Ernie Ladd. Um, I didn't know a whole lot about Ernie Ladd. I did a shit ton of research before this. And I knew of him. I knew that he was a uh, football player, basketball player. I knew all that stuff, but I didn't know much about him. But going back and watching, man, he was a great. He was a great fucking talker. He was one of the best on this list in this tournament. Besides, maybe I think Kevin Nash was pretty good. I think him and Kevin Nash are pretty good talkers. But Ernie Ladd was good. He was not afraid to be fucking racist when he was doing his promos, which was right. hilarious back in the day. Which you know, different time frame. Uh, he had big feuds. He had Dusty Rhodes, Bobo Brazil, Junkyard Dog, Bruno San Martino. He had Andre the Giant, which is one of his big ones, and even Gorilla Monsoon. He had big feuds back in the day. His primary run was back in the 70s. That's why I really didn't know shit about him because I really wasn't a big fan of 70s. I loved 80s wrestling, and I was not a big fan of any 70s stuff that i seen. Even when I went back and watched a lot of his work here, I was surprised that as big as he was, he didn't really use any of that to his advantage, which is kind of my big criteria in this tournament. He was mainly the chicken shit heel. He would, he would back away. He would cower. He would use the heel tactics, meaning he was a good heel. He had the good uh, promo skills. He got everybody pissed at him by being the chicken shit. He was a damn good character, damn good heel, but man, he was not a good wrestler. Um, and he did not play the big man role very good. As big as he was, I was, I was shocked. And all the stuff I watched, all the stuff I seen, he did not play that very well. And he'd always did this thing that annoyed me. No matter how I got hit, he like held his arm up onto his head. Like no matter what he get a fucking drop kick to the chest and he would grab his head and like flop back. It was just annoying. But, um, 
Also, the last thing I got to say before I make my pick, he was also in the WWE and WCW Hall of Fame, like Big John Studd. The only two in this bracket, in this tournament, that were in both and Hall of Fame. Stole my bit. I did I, oh, that was your bit? Oh, I'm so sorry. But yes, as I said, my pick has to go to Yokozuna. Ernie Ladd, really good character, really good heel, but nope. Uh, as far as big men go, I'm going with Yoko. Um, Lee, who you got here? All right. Uh, I'm glad Ernie Ladd's on the list. It's just a perennial favorite kind of thing for me. I mean, uh, he, he was a great talker. He's a better talker than Kevin Nash ever was. I mean, one, one, of his, one of his sayings is one of my favorite lines ever from a wrestler. It's like, I'd rather fight a man than make love to a woman. Oh, my God, that's great. And so, yeah, that's the thing. He didn't wrestle like a big man. That, that's true. Um, I, I, will, I will argue that he actually was a great wrestler. Um, but he, he, d- he did not fight like a big man. He did not present himself as a monster. Yokozuna is essentially the supersized version of Rikishi. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, same sort of body type, but a great worker at the same time for his size. And Yokozuna is just, I mean, when you think about him, it's him and Vader are really the perennial monsters of the early 90s. Like, you, you, you kind of try to think of anyone else, really, and it's like, no, they're pretty much the two biggest ones of the early '90s. They're they're the ones everyone remembers. And yeah, Yokozuna has to get my vote. Uh, sorry, Ernie. I mean, Ernie. Another big drawback on him, and this is kind of um, what Big John Stud kind of gets hurt by, and what like One Man Gang and uh, maybe oh maybe uh, Kamala or uh, one one of them also sort of get hurt gets hurt by. Um, not necess- their their best stuff was not necessarily televised. It wasn't you know the big '80s era television stuff where they get national exposure. So, yeah. And also, when I said Ernie Ladd wasn't a good wrestler, I mean like technical. That's why I, yeah, I, okay. I think he good was fun. a good wrestler as far as you know playing the heel character. He was very good with that that I saw. But uh, S- Scott, who you got? Um, I I mean I can talk about Ernie Ladd for a little bit. I don't. Didn't know much about him. I did have to look him up when they mentioned, like, oh, he's going to the Hall of Fame. So we're talking, like, 15 years ago. Um, but I didn't know who this guy was. And they're like, oh, this guy's awesome. He's kind of cool. But Yokozuna, I did. I do remember watching and seeing. And just, I mean, his leg drop was death. The crowd would go yeah. nuts when he dropped that. Like, oh, God. Then he would bonsai drop guys. And, I mean, that move was one thing on the main event. But when you saw him debut, and he was killing jobbers with it on Superstars, Jesus yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, he wouldn't brace. He would just go down and squish. It's like, holy fuck. Um, Didn't he make somebody, like, he, pass out with that or something, I thought, I heard? He might might have. I, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, I mean, you look at what he actually did. Like, he came out of nowhere as a big monster, won his first Rumble, won the title off of Bret at Mania... Like they were pushing this guy like crazy, and then he had the whole Hogan Andre thing with Luger on the Intrepid, and the body slammed him there and stuff like that. So it's oh, they were going yeah. for the same thing. They they had this Andre feel about him, and it worked. Like he legitimately seemed like this is not a normal man you can fight. Is what it was with him, and that's more monster I know, but it, he wasn't. He was just I, like try me, you can't. It's not going to work. So. I always liked Yokozuna to an extent. Um, when he and Vader were in that 96 Rumble when Vader, Vader debuted, it was those two monsters facing each other, which was awesome. Um, Shawn Michaels got rid of both, and that pissed me off, but whatever. Um, 
Oh, but no, I got to go with uh, with Yokozuna on that one. All right, that's going to be three for Yokozuna. Peanut, who you got? You got Yokozuna or the big cat, Ernie Ladd? Ernie Ladd. 1994 WCW Hall of Famer, 1995 WWF Hall of Famer, that 70s show star with The Rock. The guy's a <laughs> Someone big did name. some research. <laughs> <laughs> with all that said, uh, yeah, Yokozuna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, th- yeah, I, yeah, think I really can't is... say much more. I re- uh, there's nothing I can add um, that you guys didn't already say. I literally was just reading uh, Wikipedia. It seems like interesting to look back on uh, for someone who was pretty good but in terms of uh, yeah in terms of overall best big man um, I guess it's kind of that um, cane thing that you guys were going with the last one it's more of a uh, kind of participation award like uh, yeah and I went back and I mean I I watched a lot of stuff and Ernie Ladd I mean he I, I think the big thing about him is like I said he's got a good character and he played a great heel like the things he said, he would say so many things, so many racist things that were hilarious to me. But I mean, you know, he's playing a character, so it's not a, it's not a, it's not a real deal. It's not him. Just, just so you know, Bomber's not playing a character. He's yeah. actually racist. I, I yeah, there no, you Bomber go. Bomber is his real that's, name. That's documented. I'm from North now, Carolina, so I would not be surprised as we finish out this side of the brackets if a lot of people would take those honorable mentions we had and want to swap out Ernie Ladd. I understand that. Maybe even John Studd. Just from the eras. I would not be surprised if people I could would. See, you yeah. should put Earthquake in there or something like that. Like I, I get that, but no. Ernie Ladd really does belong, at least to have a shot on here. He does, yeah. I think. So. Yeah, he had, a, he had a really big run. And he had like several feuds with several high-profile guys that he, yeah, he definitely deserved to be up on here. Um, <laughs> but let's move on. Let's go to the other side of the bracket. We got The Undertaker versus Bruiser Brody. Scott, you want to start this one off here? Okay. Um, we're talking favorites again. Undertaker is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, people who watch the show know that one. Um, Bruiser Brody was one I didn't know much about, but I was getting a lot of the DVDs, so like the legacy of the AWA and world-class triumph and tragedy and stuff like that. So I learned who Bruiser Brody was, and he's kind of ridiculously awesome. Um, think Luke Harper, but over and allowed to be. Because Harper is absolutely is like riffing off Brody, and it's, a, it's great. Um, Brody was... He was a wild man, but they always like to call him like a thinking wild man. Like Nothing was without like his thought of the consequence of it. Like, I'm going to get in a fight with this guy. Maybe I'll lose. Probably not, because I'm going to win. Like it, it seemed to be that kind of mentality. It wasn't just wild, nutso stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the berserker, John Nord, who didn't even make it onto our other side list here. Um, oh, yeah. Huss, Huss, that guy. Um, but anything I can say about Bruiser Brody, I mean, he was probably going to be a world champion, all this other stuff. He got murdered in Puerto Rico, and you can read all about it. I fully believe he absolutely was goddamn murdered. Oh, sure. Um, oh, yeah, he was. Uh, and I believe it was Ernie Ladd who actually carried him down because he was the only man big enough because the paramedics couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> um yeah, it was, was it Lad? Er, it was it was um no wait um no I oh, know uh, uh Tony Atlas. Tally Atlas, That's it. yeah. Thank yeah, you. Tony Atlas. Yeah. That's it. Yep. I'm because we just talked about him. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, like it's it's ridiculous that the guy who did it in Vader One is like nothing happened. And they tried to reopen it, but it's so much legal bullshit that yeah. Anyway, I mean we unfortunately we can't talk about Bruiser Brody without that coming up. 
And yeah. if not for that, he would be remembered as one of the greats. Um, he is remembered as one of the greats. And one of the good guys, too, which kind of is even more tragic about it. He was just a guy trying to do his job. Um, but then you have The Undertaker. And the best thing I can th- compare him with is this was around, I want to say, um, mid-90s, like 96 or so, when they were saying, yeah, he's the modern-day Andre the Giant. And that was 20 years ago. Think about that. And look at him now. Yeah, he's lost a couple of manias and made some poor decisions and probably hung around a couple of years too long. Really, who doesn't at this point? Even he did. Um, but it's the goddamn Undertaker. He went through as, as a monster for Hogan into just being this monster who turned face somehow and it worked even though he was a dead man with the weird mortician guy and he's from the dark but he's going to do a Dracula sit up and not get hurt okay people loved it and then he started going after the title because he did all his he paid his dues fighting monsters like Kamala and shit Mm. and then actually went in there against actual guys and had cool matches with Brett and Nash and things like that and then, I mean, I can just jump around chronologically. He did that with Orton. He did that with Angle. Triple H was some good matches. Kane, not so good. But he literally has done it all. And, I mean, the only thing left is Hall of Fame for him. And, yeah, I, I can't not pick Undertaker against Bruiser Brody here. Even though Brody is an easy pick for most, I think, um, mm-hmm. it's Undertaker. He, he wins this one. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Lee, who you got? Oh, by the way, I didn't say it. Undertaker was billed as 6'10", 300 pounds. Bruiser Brody, 6'8", 283. All right. So, uh, Lee, who you got? Yeah, uh, both of these guys sort of fall under the uh, more, like, lean, mean kind of big men. Like, mm-hmm. uh, although Undertaker, you know, is billed over 300, he he was always kind of, he, he was never a big fat guy. He, he, was, he was always, like, sort of tall and lean and intimidating kind of guy. Bruiser Brody, same thing. Um, Bruiser Brody's a great worker. Um, he, he's definitely an inspiration to any independent worker out there because he was a guy who always called his own shots uh, to his detriment sometimes because he burned a lot of bridges in his career. Um, I don't know if he necessarily ever would have become a world champion in any big uh, promotion. Uh, he tried to do a deal with the WWF at one point to... Uh, work with Hogan, but uh, I think he turned it down. Um, and kind of, I think kind of his attitude and his big mouth got him killed because he was, you know, he, he, he mouthed off to the wrong person in the wrong place. And unfortunately invader one fucking stabbed him in the shower. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, one of the things that most people don't take into account with bruiser Brody is, that Dave Meltzer basically turned this guy into a fucking god. Uh, by by the way, he's basically sucked Bruiser Brody's dick for ever since he died, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? And 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 Dave Meltzer has this. This is one of Dave Meltzer's biggest flaws: is that uh, especially with his Hall of Fame picks and all that, um, he'll put guys out there, he'll float guys out there, and then he'll pick a bunch of people who get uh, ballots for his Hall of Fame that will kind of side with him eventually on some of his picks. So you'll you'll see a Bruiser Brody get in, but you won't see like um oh, I'm trying to I'm, I'm blanking, but there's some obvious names that still haven't shown up in his Hall of Fame that should have at this point. Bruiser Brody's really great, but he doesn't have the longevity and quite frankly, the Undertaker got better. 
over the years as as he as he moved as he moved on like from just standard big man to athletic badass who could do it all um who implemented new stuff into his game bruiser brody was a really great brawler and a pretty good solid ring worker guy but he was always working with world-class guys at the same time excuse me all over the world so it's 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 kind of a there's there's a bit of um an illusion there uh, in front of him uh, to to a certain extent. Uh, I think the Undertaker overall is the more menacing, the more um, even with the silly bullshit, he's still the more believable big man as far as I'm concerned. And so I got to give the Undertaker a slight pass over Bruiser Brody. Okay, that's gonna be two for Undertaker. Uh... Zero for Bruiser Brody. I'll go next. Um, first of all, if Bruiser Brody was in one of our other tournaments that we did, the most hardcore wrestler in the business, you need to go listen to that. That was a really good episode. If you haven't seen that or listen to that, check it out on iTunes or our YouTube page. Go do that right now. We uh, we go do a lot more in-depth on Bruiser Brody. But uh, that's actually when I first did a whole bunch of uh, research on Bruiser Brody. So I actually didn't have to do a bunch here, which was nice, which was nice because – Again, before I knew who he was, but I had to, I, I wanted to do a uh, brush up and see more into his past and stuff and watch a lot of, I, I was about to say film like I'm a fucking football player, uh, watch fucking film on him, you know, and see how he did. But when it comes to big men, Undertaker, Undertaker is one of the classic to me, one of the ni- the big 90s uh, big men in the fact that him and Kane are very similar in ways, obviously, even with their story. But Undertaker edges out Kane in, like, almost every single aspect, I feel, as far as being the big man, the better charisma, the better story, the better, like, everything. I feel like Undertaker is just overall better than Kane. So I do feel he was a better big man than Kane, but I don't think he... When it comes to the whole aspect of the when you the big scope of things looking at this tournament, I don't feel Undertaker is as big of a big man as we as you would think, in my eyes anyway. I feel he may be a little overrated when it comes to um uh one of the best big men in the business. So we'll we'll see how far he goes. It's gonna be interesting to see how far he goes here. Um and we'll talk about him more later because I am gonna pick him, but I will say Bruiser Brody he was one of the craziest sons of bitches I ever seen. I just watched him run around the crowd, fucking slinging chairs and doing this. Like I said, he is one of the most well-known big men. He was fucking almost, he was nearly seven foot tall. And I mean, he needed to be on this list, but he didn't really utilize that. I seen the big man, uh, gimmick i guess uh very well he was more of the wild guy he would use weapons and fucking stab people and fucking blood everywhere like he was more of a wild man as opposed to uh using his size and strength really in his matches and that i feel like when i went back and looked at a lot of these guys i feel that some of the things they did kind of masked that they weren't very good wrestlers technically 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 wrestlers Technical wrestlers, that is. Now, yes, um, he was a good wrestler in general, but I don't know if he was a very good technical wrestler. And he masked it with his wild side instead of his uh, big man size. So as good as he is, I'm going to give Undertaker the pass here for the biggest uh, or the best big man in the business. So um, I do love Bruiser Brody quite a bit, though, after watching him. But Peanut, who you got, Undertaker or Bruiser Brody? 
Uh, no contest for me, to be honest. Um, Bruiser Brody, I know a little bit. Um, All right, one for Bruiser Brody. Got it. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> the, I mean, my vote technically here doesn't count, so I might throw my JBL uh, vote back out here. Pick for real. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I just, I don't know, when I think of Bruiser Brody, I just think of the hardcore stuff. I think of him sure. with blood on his face, the tank top. Um, I also no, think of Luke, Luke, Har- Luke, uh, Luke Harper. Harper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Undertaker, it, it's kind of weird because they're both big guys, but uh, Undertaker never really worked. <laughs> I guess he, he did, but he everything I said about Kane, um, Undertaker did ten times better. Um, kind of sucks that all of Kane and Undertaker's matches just never worked for some reason. They just didn't have good chemistry. I liked one of their WrestleManias. I forget. It might have been the Buried Alive one. I, I did like one of their matches that they did, but I don't know. Sorry to interrupt. Keep going. Uh, it's all right. I just was never a big fan, but their builds were always pretty fun. But yeah, Bruce Brody, I just, I don't know. It's sad, you know, his career got cut short. Um, it's weird. I always heard that he wasn't that nice of a guy, but I must have just been reading different reports and what Scott was reading. Mm. But yeah, Possible. definitely my vote. We're, we're talking stuff from 40 years ago in some cases, so yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah, that, I didn't want to hold anything against him because I heard he was a douchebag because maybe he wasn't. <laughs> he was probably a nice guy. But yeah, The Undertaker takes this one pretty easily for me. Um, good stuff, though. All right. Well, that's the second sweep. Undertaker gets four votes going on to the second round. Now we go on to the next match. Psycho Sid coming in at six foot nine inches, 320 pounds, going against Big Boss Man, 6'6, 310. I'll go first because I have uh, have a lot to say. Well, I'll I'll just go first. Here we go. Um, I'm going to start with Big Boss Man because I want to say. I loved me some fucking Big Boss Man, which I'm sure I think I'm not the only one in here that loved Big Boss Man. He legit one of my personal favorites, even in this bracket. I mean, I can up there with for me. Oh, it's going to sound weird, but he's up there with Undertaker for me. I don't know why, but I've always been a huge Big Boss Man fan. He was very he was he was very quick. He was so fucking smooth to me. I'm going to say it right now. He's the best technical wrestler in this tournament. Now, I mean, that's my opinion, but I think he's the best technical wrestler in this tournament. Um, he used his big size pretty well. He did a bunch of splashes. He did all kinds of stuff, like into the corners and stuff, not really from the top rope. But um, to me, he was one of the greatest hardcore champions ever, by the way. I just want to put that out there. In the WWE, I think he was one of the best hardcore champions they had out of like the 300 that they did have. His matches were fan-fucking-tastic. That's not too much when it goes to his size, but I just wanted to point that out because I'm a big fucking Big Boss Man fan. But I remember him being super fucking sweaty. That's one thing I remember about Big Boss Man. He looked gross as shit, but God damn it, did I love the Big Fucking Boss Man. And who will ever forget his feuds with the Mountie? We're talking nails. Nails fucking should not be ever remembered. But goddamn, Big Boss Man and Nails, Big Boss Man and Mountie, those are pure fucking gold. If you can't tell, I'm a big goddamn Big Boss Man fan. So, having said that, let's go to uh, Psycho Sid, Sid Vicious, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Um, uh, I, I guess uh, this probably brings a tear to Lee's eye, but uh, one of the forgotten Four Horsemen members, I feel. Most people probably don't even recall he was in the Four Horsemen. Um, he was uh, one of the he, members. He, he, He's rightly forgotten. Yeah, that's I, I figured. I knew that was uh, the reaction there. But um, 
be honest with you, I never cared for Sid back in the day. I went back, and I've been going back a lot and watching WCW recently, especially since we did the Halloween Havoc Best in the Business episode. I've been going back and watching a lot of WCW, and you know what? This is going to sound weird. I know how bad Lee hates fucking uh, Sid, but I appreciate Sid more now than I did back then. I feel like he's he's not the best wrestler, obviously. I don't think he's the worst wrestler, though, on this bracket. He's not the best, not the worst. He used his big size relatively well. I mean, he was one of the other big menacing guys in this tournament. We're talking Vader. Um, I Psycho Sid would probably be one of the other top guys. I mean, Lesnar now. Um, but one of the top guys as far as the menacing look and the menacing. He just looked like a fucking badass. But... Um, I'm surprised this is one of the names that I saw is not in the Hall of Fame that I thought would be in the Hall of Fame. And I have no doubt that he will be in the future. But um, the last thing I'm going to say about him is unfortunately, I think one of the biggest things he's going to be remembered for was when he fucking snapped his damn leg in half in WCW. And that's Ugh. that was one of the grossest injuries I've ever I in wrestling anyway, that I've one of the grossest I've ever seen. It was fucking disgusting. And you can go YouTube it. Uh, you, you need to do that if you haven't. But. Um, having said that, I got to pick a winner here and I'm going to pick the psycho Sid though. I'm going to pick psycho Sid for the biggest, uh, the best big man in the business as much as I loved big boss, man. That's why I had to, uh, let you know that because I feel bad picking against him. I feel bad picking against big boss, man. But when it comes to the best big man in the business, I feel like psycho Sid did a better job, uh, playing the big man role than boss man did. Bossman was good. Bossman was fucking amazing technical wrestler, but I feel that kind of worked against him in the aspect of the best big man in the business. So sorry, I went a little long there, but can't believe that's I can't believe that. Wow, I um, thought you were going to go the other way. Yeah, you may have thought that peanut, but I did. How about peanut? How about you go next? Who who are you going to go with here? Psycho Sid or Big Bossman? Well, I'm going to go with my nostalgia pick here because the Big Bossman for me, I just thought he was so cool. Um, in the video games, on the TV sets, um, on the TV commercials, I don't need to. He was just—I almost forget that he's. I mean, his name is Big Boss Man, but I almost forget that he's like not just like a six-one kind of guy. That he's like, what is he? Six ten? Six, 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 six. Oh, okay. That's what he's listed oh, as. Did anyway. a little bit. Six six three ten. Okay. But even looking back, he's one of those guys. I'm like, oh well, crap. He was tall. But yeah, I just always thought he was super cool. Um, I, I'm sure if I would go back, I actually haven't gone back and watched a lot of his stuff because like, I'm afraid if I do, it might ruin it a little bit for me. Oh, not for Big Boss Man. Not for Big oh, Boss Oh, really? Okay. Oh, it's great. Because sometimes that's a mistake if you remember something and then you watch it. So I haven't with him. So, But Psycho Sid, yeah, I mostly know him for the leg break. Um, yeah. Unlike Bomber, I recommend you do not go watch that on <laughs> YouTube because you will you will cringe every time someone jumps off the rope, uh, the middle rope. Was it the middle rope? I think it was. Yes, it was. I don't think the middle rope. It wasn't the no. I think it was middle. It was middle. It was the middle. Um, but anytime someone jumps off the middle rope for the next five years after watching that clip, you're gonna you're gonna flinch a little bit. So I recommend do not. But my vote's going Big Boss Man. And I'm disappointed because I thought we were going to have two on the board for the big boss move. So, well, we might right here though. Uh, Scott, who you got? Psycho Sid or Big Boss Man or Sid Vicious, whatever you want to call him. 
Yes, Sid Vicious, Lord Humongous, you want to keep going. Um, or Big Boss Man, Guardian Angel, Ray Trailer. There's there's variations here. Big Bubba. He was talking to me. Um, Big Bubba. <laughs> Big Bubba. Big Bubba rocks. Um, but, I mean, Big Boss Man was awesome. Um, you want to talk about a match that holds up his WrestleMania match, I think it was, with Mr. Perfect. Or the SummerSlam match. Ooh. I can't remember which one it was. But it was for the IC title, it was really good. And it really showed you that nobody could move like this guy. Like, it was... Um, the speed for the size is, in a way, reminiscent of Brock Lesnar today. Like, that man should not move like that. It's nuts. Um, he was always fun, always good. And like you said, when he came back in 98 with the hardcore stuff, that was a lot of fun, too. Um, mm-hmm. he, had, he had a world title feud with the big show, uh, and he... Stole his dad's casket. Oh my god! And Big yeah. Show wrote on the it. Fucking and best. then he, and then he fed him. He fed Al Snow, uh, his dog Pepper. Yep. Um, He's got yeah. Some memorable this, this moments, guy. man. But but the best part was of those goofy things. He sold it like like this is I'm the evil bastard. Like he he went with it all in. It was pretty great. He was um, cool. And he had two awesome theme songs too. Um, Sid was. You want to talk about wasted potential, and yet he's a four-time world champion. But it just could have been so much more. There was always that legend of the softball coming up, and he never stayed around. But um, I liked Sid a lot when he first came into WWE, or WWF back then. I didn't see him beforehand in WCW. And then he left for a while. Then he came back, and it was cool with Undertaker. And then he had a shit match with him, and then he kind of disappeared. And he chokeslams people in ECW, and it's like, huh, okay. But I liked Sid quite a bit for just... I can't really describe it properly. He just—he was fun. He was neat. It was—it was cool. Presence. He had a good presence as a big. He guy. did the the look. Like not many have the look quite as good as Sid did. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, like we, when we watched those old matches, the Halloween Havoc, especially when I saw that match with Sting, I'm like, man, I love Sid. This match is shit, but I like Sid. Like it, <laughs> it, you know, and I like Sting. So like this is this is a cool matchup. Oh man, it sucked, but Sid's fun. I like Sid. Um. Picking this one's hard because I thought immediately I would pick Sid. Be like, of course it's Sid, but he was kind of shit. <laughs> Bossman wasn't kind of shit. Bossman was cool. It was it was always fun as well. Um, this one's probably the most even for me, and I think I'm gonna go with Bossman despite myself. I kind of think Good I should choice. pick Sid, but Good choice. I I've got to go with Bossman. I yeah, I'm going with Bossman. Okay. And I'm surprised by myself, but yeah. All right. Well, then uh, the, let's see what we got, Lee. The Rock is in your court, uh, Lee. <laughs> Listen now. Let Dusty Rose tell you something about this Ray trailer. This There's a big man, man we forgot, Dusty. <laughs> I was a big man with a big splot on my belly, baby. True. But let me tell you something now. This big boss man, this big Ray trailer, this big Bubba, as I coined him. I saw something in the big boss man way before anyone else did. Before he came back in 98 with all the weight loss. I thought he was a great worker. Michael Sid, <laughs> he can go home and play with his balls, baby. Because the big boss man is getting the pass in this bracket, baby. Really? All right. Ooh, nice. Wow, that's hilarious. I'm the only person yeah. that didn't pick big boss man, and I'm a fucking huge big boss man fan. But, that's uh, because dude, like you're said, a jabroni sucker, baby. <laughs> that really should have been a coin toss, honestly. It was close. That, that was, was so close, close to match, Sid. Yeah. 
But yeah, that was a good first round match. But uh, moving on. So Big Boss Man gets the pass three to one over Psycho Sid. Um, moving on here, we got Big Show versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, Peanut, how about you start this one off? You haven't started one off uh, in a while. Sure. Um, Bam Bam Bigelow's uh, 8-bit theme song was really cool. All right. Good um, start. Good fucking start, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> hey, he goes with what he knows. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, the Big Show, I don't know. When I first look at this, I honestly just wanted to, like, drag Big Show across, but Bam Bam was cool. And if I'm rolling off of the my previous pick, I like my nostalgia idea. Or if it was cool to me then, it'll be cool to me now. And But in honesty, I know Bam Bam Bigelow mostly for his 8-bit theme song and uh, highlights and stuff from, from the YouTube. Big Show, on the other hand, is, you know, when you think of the best big man, I'm sure people listening they thought Andre the Giant Big Show maybe Undertaker um, probably Braun Strowman because he's fresh in your mind but because of that I also got to vote Big Show because he just he's the Big Show alright so that's that's one for the Big Show Uh, Lee who you got here uh, this is the bracket where you can really make the argument that both of these guys were never fully utilized to their full potential. Um, Big Show has been really great in spurts. Like, when he decided to give a fuck and he got in shape, he's really fucking great. And I think he's a really good worker, actually. Um, especially for someone who was just kind of thrown into the business, like, his first match without any real training or anything like that. And managed to somehow survive like the really toxic 1990s and still have a career into the 2000s. It's pretty fucking amazing. Um, that being said, Bam Bam Bigelow has always consistently been good. Uh, and he's always been a really good big man who can fly around. And he's a believable big man who can fly around and hurt people. Big Show, uh, just sometimes he was just too goddamn lazy and, and out of shape and... Uh, he was just he was jo- he's been jobbed out so many times, man. Like uh, I mean, Bam Bam Bigelow's had his share of fucking jobs in the mm-hmm. big companies, but Big Show, I think even Big Show says like I think he said on like Stone Cold's podcast or something that he he had like won a match like for like half a year at one point in the company. Like he was just oh, wow. constantly losing all the time. So I gotta go, ba- Bam Bam Bigelow. Wow. Okay. There we go. One for Bam Bam Bigelow. One for Big Show. I'll jump in there. Um, I'm a little. I'm going to be a little biased here, far as Bam and Bigelow goes, but uh, I forgot to do their damn sizes and everything. Big Show, seven foot tall, three hundred and eighty pounds. I think that three eighty is like now, because he's yeah. like he's gotten a lot better shape, but he was over four hundred usually. Build um, Bam Bam Bigelow, six four, uh, three ninety is what he was billed as. So um, there you go. There's the numbers there. Um, I'll start with Bam Bam Bigelow real quick. The reason that I kind of have a soft spot in my heart for Bam Bam Bigelow is because my dad and him wrestled several times in the uh, in the late 80s, early 90s. I don't know if it was – I know it was in the South Carolina, North Carolina area. I don't know if it was still territory. I don't know what the fuck it was called back then. I guess Indies maybe. But um, – I really, I don't, I was so young. I was probably like three or four back then. So I don't really remember those matches. I just know that my dad wrestled him several times back then. So I've always had a special attraction to him knowing that. Um, but 
having said that though, Bam Bam Bigelow was a fucking amazing wrestler. He was another one. I would put him in the top three in this tournament as far as best wrestlers, actual wrestlers. Um, he was another big dude that hits moonsaults. Um, he knew how to get hardcore when it came time. He used, he used his size pretty well. And he, I was one over big time when I saw him take on Lawrence Taylor and that when we did the WrestleMania, when him and Lawrence Taylor put on a fucking damn good match, I was like, you know what? Yeah. Fucking Bam Bam Bigelow is the fucking man. He was, that's, that solidified him as like one of my favorite big guys. Um, and who forget the fucking, the, the tattoos on the skull and whatnot. And the the flame outfit. It was all, it all just looked really cool. Uh, back in the day, he was another guy that had a lot better success probably in Japan and stuff than he did yeah. in WWE. But I watched a bunch of, um, I'm always watching like shoot interviews and stuff. And I remember watching one with Bayman Bigelow where he talked about, he's like one of the best job guys in like in the business. He's like, I, I'll come in there. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, I'll come in. I'll, I'll job out. Uh, he said, I, I've, I've done, I've done hundreds of jobs. He's like. He he credits himself as being like one of the best job guys, which is hilarious to me. But um, having said that, uh, going on to the Big Show, I I really do like the Big Show quite a bit. I know he did have his ups and downs, as we talked about. I liked him as the Giant in WCW. He was one of my favorite guys in WCW. I know he was green as shit. He didn't know what he was doing. Like the matches weren't that good, but man, he played that fucking character, the big man role better than almost anyone. You know what his best character was in WCW? Oh God, here comes. What's that? It was the, it was the phase where he'd come down to the ring smoking cigarettes. It was the, I don't give, it was the, I don't give a fuck giant. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? It was like a brief, uh, it might only been like a couple months Uh in the company where, where he, he'd come down to the ring smoking a cigarette That's and awesome. he'd be standing in the ring smoking a cigarette and people would be booing him like i don't give a fuck i'm smoking I, I, cigarette i'd have to go back and watch that's that sounds amazing it, it, it it's gonna be like the worst idea for a character ever but i i laugh yeah. every time i see it no, it's extra hilarious because he's big and it's a small cigarette yeah <laughs> like the size is like a off, toothpick in his hand yeah yeah that's funny. yeah I, I think he had to use like a lady cigarette and even then it was like tiny as fuck you know Lady cigarettes are usually longer, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, as much as I like Bam Bam, I like Big Show just as much, and I think he used the big man role a little bit better than Bam Bam Bigelow did. So I'm gonna give my vote to the Big Show, and that means we're going down to Scott. What you gonna do, Scott? Um, this one is honestly very much similar to Sid and Bossman in a way, because Bigelow is the much better worker. But mm-hmm. Big Show's the much better known big guy. Yep. Um, Bam Bam, honestly, you get the, the head tattoos and stuff. I I really remember him uh, from the very first Survivor Series where he teamed, I had to look this up, he teamed with Hogan, Morocco, Kempatera, and Paul Orndorff against Andre, Bundy, One Man Gang, Butch Reed, and Rick Rude. Oh, damn. And at one point, a lot of guys got eliminated, and it was like Bigelow against Andre, Bundy, and Gang or some shit like that. It was like, oh, what's he going to do? And it was cool because he was like, all right, come and get me. You can't. And he was able to work around them and stuff. And it was like, it, it was a lot of fun. That was his real coming up party. And his even initial debut was what manager is going to get Bam Bam. Right. Who's, who is Bam Bam? Who is Bam Bam? What manager is going to get him? Then it was Oliver Humperdinck. And yeah. So, <laughs> and you go to the Lawrence Taylor match and you go to the WCW stuff where he was after Goldberg, not giving a crap. 
ECW world champion um, yeah. as well with uh, feuding with Van Damme. Then he lost to Taz, I think it was, with uh, crazy the, matches there. Yeah, one of the best spots ever <laughs> in an ECW show. Where with the Taz mission? Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, great, great stuff. And then, like you said, the big show is inconsistent, but I, I kind of want to give him my vote here. Even it's, re- it's the reverse of what I said with Sid, but... I just didn't see Bam Bam as good as Boss Man, and, and you know if you if you flip that, um, but Big Show did so much more than Sid did. I feel so. If I use my argument from the other one, it's all Big Show on that one. So, yeah. All right. So that's going to be three for Big Show. The Big Show is going to get the advance over Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, those last two matches are pretty pretty damn close. I feel um, very similar too. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Going to our final match in the first round, we have Brock Lesnar, who is was billed as the one, the smallest guy in the tournament, pretty much. He was three six. He was a little bit taller than Rikishi, but he was three six. Uh, sorry, six three. Six, <laughs> three. Pretty small. Sorry, he is very very small. Uh, six <laughs> three, two hundred eighty five pounds. So he's the the lightest guy in the tournament, and just a little bit taller than Rikishi. So. Um, yeah, so he's a, pretty much the smallest guy in the tournament going up against King Kong Bundy, who was six, four, not much taller, but 450 pounds. Um, Lee, you want to start this one off here? Uh, in this one, honestly, Bundy's another guy who doesn't necessarily utilize the monster thing all that well compared to like Brock Lesnar, like Brock Lesnar is this, he's basically the machine, right? Like he's the fucking wrestling machine who you just he, he knows what to do to you every move he uses is devastating and there's like basically no way you can get through his offense uh big king kong bundy is more the guy that you can run around eventually you can body slam and and get the victory or whatever i mean king kong bundy had some kind of cool he had the like the cool five count gimmick and shit like that you know mm-hmm. like that kind of worked for him back in the 80s and stuff and I mean, he he is a really good worker, I I would say, but you never really saw it in his big televised national sort of runs. Um, Brock Lesnar is just way more impressive than King Kong Bundy as far as a worker and a monster goes, as far as I'm concerned. So I got to go for Brock with on on this one. All right, that's uh, one for Brock Lesnar. I'll go real quick. Actually, while you were talking, I was just I don't know why I didn't think about this earlier. I always. Uh, I always paired King Kong Bundy and George the Animal Steel together, and we didn't even think about George the Animal Steel. I don't know why. I mean, I guess same era, same time frame. But uh, George the Animal Steel was kind of uh, another big guy, more of like a character, I guess. But yeah, but Steel was kind of short and basically just fat. Like he wasn't like yeah, yeah, maybe not more no- of a big man. He was more of a fat man instead of just yeah. a big man. Um, but uh, no, King Kong Bundy. I was never really a big fan of King Kong Bunny, and I actually would have liked to have replaced him on this list. I feel like he was. I mean, Earthquake should have been there. I actually, this was the. I think this was a spot I had Earthquake because I've always tried to sneak Earthquake onto these tournaments, but somehow he gets uh, weaseled off. I don't know how it happened because we talked about this a long time ago, but he got weaseled off. But um, I will say King Kong Bundy. Not a big fan of his. He was never, he never did it for me. He was always, I know he was big, but he was just too slow. He was too, 
I don't know, man. He just didn't really do it for me at all. I never liked his matches. I never when we did the uh, the WrestleMania thing. Just for example, uh, for stuff I've already talked about, he that match sucked to me. I, I know Matt Zion was like a big fan of that match. I just I don't know, man. Kingball Bunny to me, I hate to say it, he just sucked. I'll just came out. I'll just come out and say it. I think Kingball yeah, well, Bunny Matt, sucked. Matt likes bar wrestling. So what does that tell yeah, you? Yeah, that's enough of that <laughs> fucking bar wrestling. But um. No, I, I think Kid Hog Bundy, just to be blunt, I think... No, he, bar I, wrestling is great. Oh, my God, Peanut. Are we going there? Jizz into the mic? No, get <laughs> out of here. Um, no, he just sucked, just to be blunt. Sorry, but I didn't like King Hog Bundy at all. Um, I don't know what it was about him. It just didn't work. Brock Lesnar, I don't really think he played the big man role as perfect until he started doing the Suplex City. And that's when, to me... He started absolutely dominating people. He was always the the much faster, the big, super fast, powerful guy. That um that that's how I pictured him back in the day. But once Suplex City kicked in, now to me he is more he plays more of the big man role where he played it perfect against AJ Styles just recently. Just goddamn, just fucking manhandling him, slinging him around, slinging people around. He did it with Cena, um, and I almost. I almost want to say that he's going to be very hard to beat in this tournament to me, I think. But Brock Lesnar has kind of, to me, perfected the big man role as of late. And the fact that he's a modern guy might go against him in this tournament. But I'm going to pick uh, Brock Lesnar as my pick. Um, Scott, who you got? Um, well, Brock Lesnar, I think you kind of said it there. He's recent, but he's really refined it. He wasn't doing the big man stuff so much before he left. He really came back with the domineering aspect of it. That's where it really comes in there. Um, and I said it before when I was talking about um, God. Who was it? Uh, I think it was Bossman. He Lesnar can move like no other. Um, and that's not just oh, it's in wrestling or whatever. No, in the UFC, he's fighting guys that are two hundred and sixty some pounds, the same cut weight, and he's moving circles around them. Oh yeah, like it's it's and that's legit sporting athleticism. He's just is a freak. Um, King Kong Bundy's a walking brick. He, and I don't mean charisma-wise, he, like, can't bend. He's, like, this giant mass. It's crazy. Um, I picture the blob he, when I think of him. He's just like, yeah, he, he was, he was fine, but he's no Brock. That, that, that's an easy one for me. So Brock Lesnar wins that one. And I don't want to, like, not to discredit King Kong Bundy, but there's not much to be said about him. Um, I mean, Bruiser Brody had respect for him, I think, because uh, when he went to a territory with the Bruiser, he used the name King Kong Brody when the Bruiser was in the same territory. Oh, so I didn't know that. I, I, I knew that, but yeah. yeah. Looking at the list, I would have definitely picked uh, fucking Earthquake over this. Abdul the Butcher. Honestly, I mean, almost great Kali, but I, he's better than great yeah. Kali. I'll give I'll well, give him that. Charisma wise, it's a that's debatable. Charisma um, wise, yes, Bund- yes, he wasn't Bundy, that bad. I remember Bundy having the match with Undertaker during the whole Million Dollar Corporation thing yes. when they stole the earth at Mania, um, and I remember him body slamming him. And I went, "Well, Taker was able to tombstone Mark Henry," and I went, "Oh yeah, Mark Henry, he's a better big man than King Kong Bundy." So we even talked about Mark Henry. You're right, Mark Henry is yeah. a possible name that we could have talked about. But <laughs> again, if we didn't think about it, they probably shouldn't have been yeah. on the list. So and what did I say? I'm probably going to come up with a name that we'll all be like, "Oh yeah, yep." But yeah, right. I, I never think of Mark Henry as a big guy like that. Yet he absolutely is. So eh. so yeah, no Brock. This oh. one for me. All right, so that's three for uh, Brock. Peanut, rounding it out, who you got here, Brock or King Kong Bundy? Yeah, um, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, um, you know, Brock Lesnar. 
Um, uh, King Kong Bundy. Um, y- yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, <laughs> this is insightful. You know, a lot of a lot of things could 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 change here. Um, things could come into play. But Brock Lesnar. Um, yeah. I love um, how you broke that down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so very, very succinct, very deep. No, you guys have literally said anything. Uh, Bomber was re- literally taking my th- thoughts out of my head That's what I um, do. about the whole. Sometimes um, I wouldn't say this is what you do, but it, it's kind of weird. When I first saw Lesnar, he kind of stuck out of, on this list. List, Blah. but when you really start thinking about it, it's like, yeah, he is a really good uh, quote unquote big man worker. Uh, because my first thought is like it's 2003, 2002 stuff where um, he didn't kind of work that style, but now that he works as the quote unquote beast, mm. yeah, my vote goes to King Kong Bundy. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right, so Brock Lesnar advances <laughs> over King Kong Bundy, either four to zero, three one, whatever you want to look at it. But either way, Brock Lesnar moves on, um, and that is it for the first round, guys. We are going to jump right in here to the second round. Um, and you know, I just feel a little bad cause I usually don't go hard on people, but man, I just didn't like King Kong Bundy. But anyway, here we go. We got in the second round Vader versus Kevin Nash only because I really don't know what he's going to pick. I'm going to say Lee should start this one off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Moving I mean, on. come on, come on Vader. Here, here, here's the key here. Uh, both of them, I guess you could kind of convincingly say they're both monsters you know for kevin nash it's kind of iffy but vader actually has offense kevin nash he has five moves and one of them's a fucking hair flip come on dudes let's just get real <laughs> all right so that's a vader pick i assume that's gonna yeah be, that's one for vader peanut who are you going with here vader or uh kevin nash well we barely voted kevin nash over uh big john stud um <laughs> So, True. with that said, I also got to go with Vader, just to keep this thing moving. Even though I voted for Rikishi last time, but that was more of a uh, paying my respects to uh, sure. Big I, man. I understand that. I understand that. All right, so that's two for v- Vader. Yeah, Vader. All right, two for Vader. Scott, who you got? Um, well, GBL. Yeah. Um, it's funny because when I saw the names on our spreadsheet here, my brain went Big Daddy Vader, and went, Oh yeah, Mabel. Mabel, oh, oh you're, Jesus. Just, you're just going back looking for fucking names we didn't pick. God damn it! I'm surprised we didn't pick him. Big I Daddy V, Mabel. Yeah, Big anyway, Daddy V. Anyway, that's that. That's all the time I need to spend not talking about why Kevin Nash would win. So my pick is Vader. All right, there we go. <laughs> Vader's best get... big man, best big man, China. China, that would be it. All right, so Vader. Bertha Fay. I'm all obviously. I'm also gonna pick Vader is because I picked John Studd over Kevin Nash, but. I mean, that pretty much says everything right there. But, yeah, Vader just – we'll talk about him in the next round. But Vader gets my vote here as well. So that's a clean sweep for Vader going on to the next round. Uh, sorry, Kevin Nash. But moving on. Now, this one's going to be a little bit closer. This one's going to be a little bit tighter. Uh, Andre the Giant versus Yoko Zuna. I want to hear who Peanut is going to start with here for Andre the Giant versus Yoko Zuna. In the second round, this is a big fucking set match. The, set the, want me to set the tone here? Okay. Set the tone. This could be a finals almost um, if they were on opposite sides. Honestly, yeah. Well, I didn't say too many good things about Andre the Giant in the first round, which was just because I wanted to get my, I want to uh, 
I don't know. I kind of regret picking Kane. That was dumb. If I could take all those words back. Yeah, that was dumb. Boom them up and spit out. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe not that extreme. But yeah, Andre the Giant. I kind of said with the big show, he's, you know, when you think of this list, he's your number one, number two name that's popping up in your head. And then there's all these other guys who fill out the list and might surprise you and actually win when you actually think about it more. Yokozuna. Um, hmm. I voted for Rikishi. He's definitely a bigger version of Rikishi. <laughs> this is, this is good stuff. Sorry, that They're does, does crack me up. I just, yeah, they are cousins. Um, city, this is tough. I don't even really have words because it, it's a, it's a, the hard split. Because, but I think I'm going with the with the original. I'm going go with Andre the Giant. I'm going with Andre the Giant. Okay, that's uh, one vote for Andre the Giant. Uh, Scott, how about you go next? Um, also, surprisingly difficult um, in, in a way, because I think Yokozuna did a bit more later, because he had to. Because, to think about it, Andre died in, what, 93? And Yoko was around then? So it wasn't just a case yeah. of... It, it wasn't just a case of, like, showing up and having to be... A big guy. It was literally in the shadow of and and stuff like that, right? And then they were putting the belt on him. And can he can he do it in his own way? And he did. Um, but it was still following. And I I, I got to go with Andre on that one. Um, not just because the first did it better, because you know I voted against that before. But I just think he did do it better than Yoko did. Um, he he did. Just overall, Andre had a better. Uh, not persona with it, but it just it worked better for him, I think. That's this, yeah. Okay. Um, Lee, who you got? Oh, man. This one is a bit tougher. Um, I think this maybe boils down to who I enjoyed watching work more than anything else. Because um, I think Yokozuna, even in his short time, has quite the legacy and uh, is just as memorable in certain ways as Under the Giant is, but Man, I just loved watching Yokozuna work more. He he was more of a, I don't know, he was more of an active, like he could just fly around the ring a lot better than Andre could even in his in his prime. Um, Andre the Giant was always this kind of the guy who stood there and people bounced off him, and in a lot of his matches early on were basically battle royals where he just stood there and people tried to gang up on him and he threw them off. Whereas Yokozuna was like actively going after people. And actively attacking them and smashing into them and shit. So that sort of scores a lot of uh, extra weight on Yokozuna's side for me. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Yokozuna on this one. Oh, fuck off. Here we go. Okay. All right. So that's two for Andre the Giant, one for Yokozuna. And here we go. All right. Coin flip. Coin flip. Uh, we just may be looking at a coin flip, guys. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Uh, I'm just going to talk my way through because I haven't really decided yet. Andre the Giant. Um, oh, God. Oh, man. You know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm just going to do it right here. I'm going to pick Andre the Giant. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm just going to pick Andre the Giant. When it's, it's bottom line, as I've said in all these tournaments, I always say, I close my eyes and I say, Who's the best in the business? Who's the best big man in the business? Is it Yokozuna or Andre the Giant? And as close as it is, Andre the Giant, to me, comes out on top as the best big man in the business. So 
Um, that's going to be three to one for Yokozuna. I actually would like a coin toss, but I just can't do it. I have to go Andre. I have to go Andre. Sorry, everybody, all the Yokozuna fans out there. But, Believe me, uh, no, if Andre no the point. Giant went out due to a coin toss, we would never hear the end of it. That's true. I'm just shocked we haven't had a coin toss yet. I uh, to me be too. honest. Me too. Right? <laughs> oh, it's coming. Yeah, this is the longest we've went with an even number of people with no coin toss. So, Andre the Giant gets the advance past Yoko Izuna. All right, moving on to the next uh, next match. Undertaker versus the Big Boss Man. Holy shit. Uh, Peanut, how about you start this one off again? Man, really tossing me over top of the bridge there. Yep. Just made up that expression right there on the spot. <laughs> over top of me. the bridge. <laughs> um, you knew what it meant. I'm just going to... I'm putting myself over. That's what I'm doing. Gotta get, um, and it also, he's stalling. <laughs> yeah. Um, Undertaker, I just kind of said the last round how much I like the big boss man, um, nostalgia-wise. And even though I haven't looked up his stuff, it's because I want to keep fond memories. Even though I mean, I've seen the clips and stuff. But he's so cool. But I guess in terms of best big men... Being cool can only get you so far. And Undertaker is the coolest cat <clears throat> there is. Yeah, I'm really stalling here when I, when I look at these names. Did you say he's cold as the grave? There it is. Oh. Cold as the grave I like he that. out of. Yeah, I, go, I gotta go with Undertaker. Um, just longevity. He's the dead man. Okay. He's walking. He's walking into the finals. All right. He's walking into... We'll see. He's got to, a becoming the best big man ever all right well we'll see that's one for undertaker i'll go real quick already said a whole bunch about how i love big boss man but i will also just tack on to that he to me was a fantastic face everybody loved big boss man with his whole blue shirt the whole you know the strap and all that nightstick but when he came back he was just as good as a fucking heel he was a great fucking goon for vince mcmahon with the corporation I'm um, thank God he kept that nightstick. Uh, but he almost was the shield, the shield look before the shield. Pretty much, they pretty much just copied uh, Big Boss Man's uh, run when he came back as a heel. But yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I picked Psycho Sid over Big Boss Man because I feel Big Boss Man didn't really utilize the big man role, even though he's got big in his name, as well as Psycho Sid did. And you know what? I don't think he did it as well as the undertaker did either um again as much as i love big boss man i'm gonna go undertaker big undertaker just he played the role as the big guy a little bit better so i'm going undertaker lee who you got all right that's a road star lock big boss man ray trailer baby as if you will but here's the thing i saw that leak out of the soul of the big boss man when the undertaker hung him like a hanged man with a noose oh my God. in a cage, I baby. Such a cool clip. Oh, my God. I didn't Such even a cool clip. say anything. So the, other, so the Undertaker default wins because he straight up murdered Ray Trailer, <laughs> baby, in that match. <laughs> oh, God. So, you know, case closed. Rest in peace, Big Boss Man. That's great. Uh, by the way, it sounds like you bit your tongue. That's <laughs> but, Yeah. Towards the end there. Towards, yeah. he was but, fight, he's big fighting back man. the uh, zone. <laughs> But the, yeah, that I completely forgot about the Hell in a Cell, Big Boss Man Undertaker. Oh, it was a fucking fantastic, horrible Hell in a Cell match. 
Um, oh, horrible. It was a bad, it was, it was one of the worst selling cell matches. I think everybody can agree on that one. But That's your opinion. That's your opinion. True. Uh, that we're is all entitled opinion. to opinions. That's true. Um, my opinion is that um, I thought it was pretty pretty bad in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Scott, who are you going with here? Well, even though we're doing a tournament for the best big man, and he has that in his name as the big boss man, yes. I'm going with The Undertaker. Yeah. Not, not even that can overcome it. So, it's, I mean, like you said, everything about Boss Man is great. Um, he was originally a heel, don't forget, then turned face, and then true, left and came true, back. True, true. Um, but, I mean, he, he, he I, you want to say he could do it all, and he kind of did, but that pales compared to what Undertaker has done. So, if you go on accomplishments or disability or the, the stuff, it's, yeah, Taker. All right, so Undertaker gets a clean sweep over Big Boss Man. And rounding out the second round, we got Big Show versus Brock Lesnar. Holy crap, this is another tough one. I think this is another tough one, personally anyway. Uh, Scott, how about you start this one off? Um, no. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> you, you gave me the option. No, I'm kidding. Um, Can you do that? Are we allowed to do that? <laughs> if you, I guess if you really don't want to go first. No, no, I'm, I'm just being silly, but I gave him ammunition. I'm sorry, Bomber. I've ruined it all. Um, no, Big Show is, yeah, he's big, but Brock Lesnar can do so much more in every way except be that tall. But Brock makes it so it doesn't matter if you're that tall because he'll still F5 you or suplex you in a German or a belly-to-belly, even if you're Big Show, and it doesn't matter. Um, and that's not why he beats him, but he does beat him in this. It's just, when I think about the best big man, like, yeah, it's not just who utilized that ability more. The big Show doesn't, yeah, he's infinitely bigger of a man, <laughs> but the best part doesn't apply if that's as, that, that that's as haphazard as I can list it. Brock's just better. In damn near every way. So, Brock Lesnar. All right. Uh, Lee, who are you going with here? Yeah, Scott pretty much summed it up. Brock Lesnar's just better in every conceivable way than the big show. Um, he's just, I mean, they've dropped the ball here and there on Brock as far as some shitty booking decisions, like when he came back and lost immediately, like to Cena. Like, he never should have lost to Cena at all in that feud. Mm. Um, but, I mean, overall, he's been probably the strongest booked monster of the modern era this this modern era anyway the, the 2000s um big show you can't say that for him i'm like we said before in the previous round uh he's just jobbed to everybody to the point where he's not effective anymore and i mean when you get the motherfucker coming on tv and crying all the time yeah you, you're not going to see brock lesnar crying on tv uh, like it's it's not going to happen uh he's, he's just too well protected so um Brock Lesnar wins. All right. That's two for Lesnar. Zero for Big Show. Uh, I'll go real quick. Um, when I was looking at the names of this, I thought Big Show. I know this is, might sound weird, but I, I pictured Big Show and like Andre the Giant facing off in the finals. Like before thinking about anything else, just looking at the names, first instinct. Mm -hmm. the, when I think about the best big men in the business, I just somehow pictured those two facing off in the finals. Um now, after going in and looking at it in detail, I don't think that that's that's not I don't think that's going to happen here because I think I'm going with Brock Lesnar here as well, because 
like I said earlier, he perfected I feel the big man role. And as much as I want to pick the big show, because think about it. How many times has big show broke the fucking ring? How many times has big show just manhandled everyone? Like he's done everything. Yes. He's had ups and downs. He's just played that big man role. So, so well, but having said that these two have actually fought each other uh, several times and Lesnar will even just get him up in, I'm pretty sure he F5'd him before. I'm up, off the top of my head. I think so. I'll have to go back and check. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I may be wrong, but I feel like I remember visually seeing him F5. If not, I'm, I'm seeing it in my head. I'm making that shit up. No, but, no, he definitely has. Gotcha. No, but I'm confirming it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just going to go Lesnar. I didn't, I didn't anticipate me picking him over Big Show, but... I'm gonna do it. I think he's the better, uh, the better big man overall, and um, that's that's what I'm gonna say. Brock Lesnar for my vote. Um, Peanut, go for it. Um, I mean, whatever I vote for doesn't count. So JBL, <laughs> I knew um, you were gonna say that. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Um, no, knew but it. in today's modern role of things, Brock Lesnar has this formula that's working we complain about it a little bit because it can be tiresome and predictable um sometimes to their about it i don't complain about it oh okay 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 um but it can kind of work in that advantage with like the aj match they kind of fooled all of us well okay not all of us but most of us um i don't know where i'm going with this brock lesnar All right, thank you. There we go. All right, Brock Lesnar gets the win. Uh, clean sweep over Big Show. I think that's a little bit... I can see some people seeing that as an upset. Um, not huge oh, I, upset, I, but I can see that. I yeah, what we believe, call mocks, baby. When people look at what this list would be, people think, okay, Andre, Big Show, who else? But yeah. This is the, that's who you think of, so... All right. So, but as has seen in our tournaments, that means nothing. That does mean nothing in our tournaments. We fucking, yeah, we surprise everyone <laughs> in our tournaments. So here we go. Uh, semifinals. We got Vader versus Andre the Giant. I think Scott should start this one off here. Okay. Fuck. Um, yeah. So Andre the Giant is Andre the Giant. Why, that's why I picked you first. Yeah, that kind of like says enough. And I'm like, I, I know the history, I know everything, and all this stuff about not every, You know what I mean? I'm I'm really stalling. Um, but Andre is the eighth one of the world, and people who don't even know wrestling know that. Like that's that's who this guy is. He transcended it, perhaps as much as a Hogan or a Stone Cold, like that kind of thing. Like he he was that, and there's a hall of fame because of him like this kind of shit um and vader i mean he's not even in the hall of fame yet but he's easily one of my favorites to watch his stuff holds up he beats the shit out of you andre did too but that's because he was just a giant man and couldn't help it um vader that's how he worked um i would have loved to seen a match with vader and andre that would have been incredible that'd be fun Um, that would have been really cool uh I, i don't know who would win um I still don't know who to pick. I'm literally looking at this going, I don't think I'm going to pick Andre. Like, it's... If that's your opinion, I mean, do what you got to uh, do. 
like overall, who is better? Like, what your definition of a big man is? It's he's a big guy who does whatever. Okay, Andre, but Vader is much better in a lot of ways than Andre. Maybe not in charisma, but he's no slouch. Like the ways that Andre was better than Vader, it's not like Vader was completely deficient in. Like he he still was super over good guy, bad guy. Didn't matter. Did his thing. Um. Yeah, I know I'm going to probably get hate for this for not picking Andre, but I got to go with Vader on this one. And that's not just my bias. That's I really think Vader okay. wins out on this one. And I'm probably wrong. <laughs> and I know the audience is like, oh, the fuck? No, I yeah. mean, that's, that's your thing. That's your thing. All right, so that's one for Vader over Andre the Giant. Peanut, you're going next. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure I am. <laughs> it's got hard. Yeah, it is. This These is, are the ones where I just I stare. This is screen. easily one of the hardest semifinals we've ever had. I think so. I think this may go down as one of our hardest semifinal matches. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, any of anybody who made it this far, like I wouldn't be mad if they ended up winning the whole thing. Yeah. And like you know, where I think it was the music one where we were all kind of like, huh, that's what we decided on. Yeah. Well, it was, one, it was it was bound to get hard with us feeling up all these men. Yeah, film up all these big men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're rock solid. Um, dead air, dead air, <laughs> dead air. Because we we've already covered our likes, our yeah. dislikes, our reasonings for moving them on. So I'm just trying to think out loud. Um, Vader, um, scary, intimidating presence the aura of vader vader um under the giant the original the name i'm like i said it before when you brought brought up that we're doing this the first name that popped in my head next to big show um ah, i gotta go with the original again i gotta go with andre the giant in terms of he was he holds up in terms of name value and what you think of in terms of the best big man in the business. Okay. All right. That's one for Andre the question Giant. Question mark. I'll end that with a question mark. Okay. Still. Oh, I thought you picked Andre. I did. Oh. But my confidence was at question mark. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Lee, who do you have in this match? Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, if, if you're going to, like, rate on, like, uh, just sort of general notoriety and uh, crossover value and who how well-known they are, Andre the Giant is definitely the most more well-known and notorious guy. I mean, even if it's just you know him from The Princess Bride, what do you know Vader from outside of wrestling? Uh, Boy Meets World? Oh, God, yeah. An, epi- yeah. an, episode, of, an episode of Baywatch uh, that he was on? Um, or unfortunately, maybe you saw that really bad period in WCW where he was part of that White Castle of Fear skit with, uh, against Davey Boy and Sting. It was, uh, Vader and, uh, was it Sid, I think? Uh, mm-hmm. one, one of those ones. It, it was bad. It had Cheatham the Midget in it. Uh, it was terrible. Uh, but Vader's still just the more convincing, like, monster and big guy. Like, he combines those two things to perfection, and he's got a more of a 
again, he's got more of a believable kind of menacing style as far as I'm concerned that kind of solidifies him as the better big man. Um, Under the Giant, he's kind of got the more, even when he was a heel, you never really wanted to hate the guy, really. Uh, He was always kind of (laughs) just the big, kind of, you know, gentle giant kind of thing for the most part. Yeah, Vader. I, I, I still go with Vader. He's the more convincing guy for me. I'm, I'm trying to think okay. of like more precise reasons to say, but it's just at, at this point, it's like gut feeling kind of thing. Well, uh, boys and girls, I'm next, and it's two to one. What's Vader, the vote count? Vader has two. Andre the Giant has one. And I'll just tell you right off the bat, we're going to be doing a coin toss because I am going to be going with Andre the Giant as... As successful as Vader was, we're talking several world titles, not in WWE, that is, of everywhere else, Japan and WCW. Um, just ah, the better worker, the better, the more entertaining guy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. I give the better, the more menacing person, obviously, yes. Um, but the best big man in the business. I got to go with Andre the Giant. I mean, yeah, he was definitely more well-known, but just in the ring, he was known as the big fucking giant. He was the big, he was the big man. So uh, based on that, based on, yes, I would rather watch a Vader match over an Andre the Giant match. That's not what I'm doing here today. I'm picking best big man in the business. And the best big man in the business was Andre the Giant. Uh, so that's a that's a tie. Good pick. Good pick. That's a tie. <sighs> so how does this work and now? I so forget how this works. So that I agree, means, though. Like, Andre is the reason he calls we're it right? this and discussion. Then, <laughs> but, yes. I, what's yeah. going to happen is I'm going to flip a coin. Lee is always our designated coin toss caller. He's going to call our heads or tails. If he's right, it goes to his pick, which was Vader. If he's wrong, it goes to the other pick, which is... <laughs> Uh, Andre the Giant. So, are you ready, Lee? Yes. All right, I have the digital coin flip. Uh, Just shout out to justflipacoin.com for providing us with this digital coin. Here we go. And I click it. Call it. Tails. It is heads. Oh, fuck. It is heads, I promise to you. It is heads. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a very good, maybe one of the best uh, semifinal matches we've done. But Andre the Giant will advance past uh, Vader uh, going to the finals. Yeah, it's fine. And, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think anybody's going to disagree or get mad at that. But, yeah, as good as Vader was, either guy could have advanced. And I'm going to go with uh, the next match. Let's do it, guys. Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. Talk about these guys have faced off several, several times. They feuded. They had a big Undertaker. Granted, he was the biker version pretty much, but. Well, no, because he came back as they did the whole. They they fought each other more than you would probably jeez, think. Jeez, Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Who ended the streak? Who ended the streak? I think that was uh, Roman Reigns. I think Roman. No, I'm kidding. Um, yes, <laughs> best big man right there. Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. We're gonna start it off. Um, I think Lee should start this one off. And good luck. This is gonna be tough. Yeah, this is tough. Yeah, this, this is this is a fucking this is a tournament, my friends. This is a tournament. This this one's tough because this is essentially uh, the sort of 
a, a real legacy guy, like a real legend against like a future legend who is essentially the modern day version of Vader when you think about it. Like he, he's very mm-hmm. much of this, Lesnar's very much the same mold as Vader, just not as heavy around the gut. That's basically the difference. I can see that. Uh, um, fuck, and these two kind of defined, like they kind of helped define each other. Like Undertaker made Brock Lesnar a better worker and more of a monster and Lesnar kind of made Undertaker a better worker too with their matches together because Undertaker was forced to put more techniques into his matches and his MMA MMA stuff that he threw in there and uh, you you could say their last couple matches weren't all that good but they their 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 feuds uh, their their sort of feud over the years kind of kind of helped uh, make each other or solidify each other even more so than they would have been. Um, fuck. Maybe in this case, it probably comes down to how fucking silly some of the Undertaker stuff was uh, before he got sort of ultra-serious and they stopped doing so much of the uh, theatrical light show and trying to convince everybody, oh, he's got supernatural powers. Like, get the fuck out of here. Um, Brock Lesnar's never been presented in any way really other than a serious guy like i think maybe once he did a little bit of a comedy skit uh i think in the eddie guerrero feud where he came out to like with sombrero and stuff yeah but i mean that was just a heel thing he was doing um i mean at the same time in that period he was the same guy who uh took what's his name zach gowan and like ripped off his fake leg and pushed him down the stairs or whatever the fuck yeah so i mean yeah, so, I mean, Lesnar's always been sort of presented as the super serious motherfucker that you don't fuck with, and that's enough to tip him over the edge for me. The Undertaker just has a little too many silly moments under his belt. I mean, I'm not trying to throw any disrespect on The Undertaker, but when I think about big-ass, big guys who are badasses and who I take more seriously... Brock Lesnar wins when I when I look back at his career compared to the Undertaker's at this point. So gonna have to go Brock Lesnar. All right, uh, that's one from Brock Lesnar. I'll go real quick. Um, wow, I I don't want people to think that Brock Lesnar is making it this far based off of you know he's like a main eventer right now and that almost like the the reason we kind of put we didn't put Strowman in is because I feel like him being so current we're gonna since he's fresh we're just gonna advance him just because i hope people aren't thinking that we're putting brock lesnar over for that um yes he did recently in the in the years perfect his big man role but i think that is why he pretty much made that well he was probably gonna make it either way but to me that is why my votes have went the, the way they have and i voted for lesnar this far is because of how he's perfected the role and um it's not just because he's still made of any, and he's, as of this recording, the current uh, universal champion. So um, having said that, I've actually, I've picked under, I picked both of these guys every single match all the way through. That's interesting. That usually doesn't happen for me. But here we are, and it's Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. I'm going to have to side with freaking, I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar, man. I'm going to do it. I, it's, it's not for me. It's not a, the real versus the, the cheesy stuff. It's more of the, he is the bigger big man. Undertaker is the more of the character role as far as 
uh, not quite a monster, but he's more of a character, and his character isn't so much a big man. It's more of well, I sound like cheesy saying dead man, but he's he's not his character isn't centered around him being just a big man. And Lesnar's is he's a big, mean, tough, fast, powerful motherfucker, and I think that's why I'm going with Brock Lesnar. Um, based off of that, I think he is the better, uh, the better big man in the business. So that's me, Brock Lesnar, uh, peanut. Who are you going with here? Lesnar or undertaker? Undertaker. Okay. Well, just straight out of the back. Or just, just because, okay. This little cliffhanger there. Um, because undertaker's one, his career has lasted forever. His ability to adapt to, and staying fresh as a quote-unquote big man and not needing to rely on just, you know, choke slam, foot on the chest, one, two, three. That is true. Um, so there is two sides to this this argument. Neither are obviously wrong, but when I see best big man, I don't necessarily, you know, you do think you're Andre the Giant, you think Big Show, but, you know, Undertaker, yes, he's whatever, 6'10", 250 pounds he can work like that and he has but he can also blend in with someone like Shawn michaels and put on uh classics and be a generally great uh performer so and brock lesnar kind of just he's flat i kind of feel and it's good but in terms of longevity and i think just overall i gotta go with undertaker that's two to one. By the way, Peanut, good job. That was the best. Finally, you get in there and you fucking dig in and you start explaining shit. That was a good one. Um, so I broke character. Damn it. You wait. You wait. Yeah, you broke character as the motherfucker that doesn't <laughs> hey, say anything. Um, so that means we're leaving it up to Scott here. Big decision here. Two to one. Brock Lesnar over the Undertaker at the moment. Are we going to have another coin toss or is Lesnar going to go over Taker? Uh, what do you say? Overtaker or Undertaker? Uh, oh, uh, oh, there uh, it is. There it is. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it's weird because when I think of these two, I don't think of Brock as a big man when comparing him to Undertaker. It's it's. It, it, I just don't think it. Taker just seems like no. He's he's the big man in, in that. Like not just because they had their matches, but it's just I never think of Brock as a big man in this context. The other ones, yeah, with Big Show, I still did, but it's just like. He's not a big man. What are you talking about? It's just that that's a natural reaction. Um, but like Lee kind of did bring up the fact that like Lesnar stuff is all serious, like ninety nine percent of it, and Taker had a lot of goofy shit. But he's had so much that it still gets drowned out. I think so. I've got to go with Undertaker on this one. There's oh, just more man. that he's done. I think to qualify for that. Um, maybe in a little few years, Lesnar will be able to compare to that, but it would literally take 10 more just to get on par. Yeah, you know what I mean? So sure. I, I'm just going with Undertaker on that one. So All not right. much more to say to that. Well, guys, that's back to back. Of course, we make it to the semifinals, and we got four people that have definitely earned their spot here. And we have another coin toss. Uh, Lee, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Again, uh, just flip a coin.com uh, sponsoring this tournament here. Um, not sponsored. Yep, definitely not sponsored. Here we go. And I'm flipping it now. Call it. Heads. It is tails. It is tails. Fucking fuck. That means 
uh, Undertaker will advance to the finals to face Andre the Giant. Man, I'm doing pretty good on these coin tosses. Oh, damn, fucking Undertaker had fucking Limp Biscuit as one of his themes. <laughs> oh, so Jesus. you're discrediting him because of a Limp Biscuit song at one point? That should discredit anybody. No, Anyone come on. No, I associated actually, I, with that band. That was, I like the, the keep rolling, rolling. Oh I, I yeah, was, how am I? How am I not surprised? I, hey, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked it. That was good. Oh, that was good. Well, it wasn't way. as good as the uh, Kid Rock one. That was a little bit better. American Badass. I like that one too. You shut your fucking mouth. But uh. Check it. Anyway, anyway, we're here in the finals, guys. Andre the Giant versus the Undertaker. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people not surprised these two made it to the finals, but here we go. As I usually do, does I'll ask, does anybody want to start this off? Okay, uh, I'll take that. <laughs> take that as a no. No. Uh, I guess I will then start it off. I don't know I was, if I've ever... I was just going to ask. I was going to toss that on you, but yeah, you I, I don't know if I've ever started off because usually somebody's like, yeah, I'll go. So, all right. Someone's here we go. normally yelling at you, Bomber. That's why. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot less yelling in this one, so that's good. That's good. Um, but here we go. I am going to go. We've said a lot about everybody in this tournament, so there's no reason to go through and dig too deep unless we got anything new. And I don't have that much new to say besides. I'm going with Andre the Giant. I mean, I unfortunately, I was just about to pick against Taker. I did pick against Taker with Lesnar, but man, it's hard to beat Andre the fucking Giant as the greatest big man of all time. And again, yes, he's not the best worker. We've said that. He's not the best wrestler. We've said that time and time again, but he is without a doubt the big man when you think of who is the best big man in the business. So my vote goes to Andre the Giant over the Undertaker. We're gonna go with Lee. Who you got? You going with Limp Biscuit here? Shut <laughs> your fucking mouth. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go Undertaker. I just like Undertaker better than Andre the Giant, and I think Undertaker became a great worker at the like the last 15 years of his career. He just became like one of the top fucking guys of all time as far as big men go. Um, it, it, I mean, you know, up against Brock Lesnar, it doesn't erase all of the goofy shit, but against Andre the Giant, I think it does over, it sort of overshadows the goofy shit because you just look at what they did in the ring. You compare the two things together. Undertaker's just a more convincing fucking go at you monster who, who's coming at you and striking you and putting you submissions and, and he, he terrorizing you basically. Whereas Andre the Giant, nah, not so much. So, Undertaker. All right. That's one for Andre the Giant, one for Undertaker. Peanut, let's hear from you. What you got? I mean, I've said this a couple times already, but the first name you think of, Andre the Giant. You look at the list, and then you see Undertaker, and it's like, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I don't want to repeat what I just said in the previous round, so I'll just toss my vote out here, hit a home run with it, and go with the Undertakers. All right. That's going to be two for the Undertaker over Andre the Giant. All right. That means we're coming down to Scott. Scott, this is the big pick here. Are we going to yeah, see keep, another coin toss? You keep coming to me last. I know, because I'd that's, like to see that's you. That's just a thing you do. <laughs> I see you tortured. You were going first a lot in the beginning, oh, and then he yeah. was. Yeah, then so I flipped I was, it. 
Yeah, no, for, for a couple of times you have me going first, but um, most of these best of businesses, it's like, all right, and Scott at the end. I'm like, oh, okay. Yep, so let's um, see. Who you got? Deciding to vote well, possibly here. That was some stalling. Um, so I'm probably going to get some shit either way on this. I, I know this already. Um, I'll be honest. I was hoping for this final. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's okay. what I figured it would be. I figured Andre for sure, and I figured Undertaker would at least beat out Big Show. So I figured this would be the final. This was what I was predicting. Um, I kind of tipped my hand earlier when I said it, but Andre the Giant was the eighth one of the world. He did things no one else could do. No one else still has. Even Big Show, who was quote-unquote his son, whatever. No one has matched that on a level. He was a phenomenon. I said that on purpose. That's part of the thing. That's why Taker has surpassed him as a phenom, a phenomenon. He is... The superior in that way. In the ring, sure, maybe not outside of it as far as for the overall knownness, but he did pretty much everything better than Andre in a lot of ways, and my vote goes to Undertaker. Wow. Wow, I, there you, we go. you swerved me there. I thought you were going to say Andre the Giant for a second, <clears throat> you brought it back around. Oh, yeah, I, I'm good at swerving on that. It's yeah. fun. Undertaker, ladies and gentlemen, will get the win in the tournament as your best big man in the business. So, uh, that's it. 16 guys, 16 big motherfuckers, all boiled down to just two, Andre the Giant, Undertaker. Undertaker gets the win. I'm the only motherfucker that picked Andre the Giant. Is that okay? Okay. Well, would you look, Bomber. It's a 50-50 for who we pick. That's true. So don't be upset. It's like, I'm, oh not, God, I'm, not upset at, I'm not upset at all. I'm just, you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's an outcome I didn't anticipate. Did everybody? How did Ernie Ladd not make it to the finals? Honestly. that happen? He wasn't Look at guess. this way, Bumper. When you tell people we're doing a big man tournament, everybody, like yep. you were saying, was, oh, Andre and who? Yeah, exactly. So he got right? here. Yeah, that's everybody would think that. But so uh, so Scott uh, pictured Andre versus Undertaker. I pictured off the top of my head, as I said earlier, Andre versus Big Show. Who did you guys? I'm sure most would. Yeah, sure most would. Who did you think, Lee, when you looked at the bracket? Just first instinct. I I was thinking Vader Brock actually. Vader Brock. Mm -hmm. That would be that's yeah. They they made it the semifinals. So what about you, Peanut? Who who did you picture? Um, on the left side, I always pictured Andre the Giant, but the right side, I never had anyone. Nobody going to the out. finals, yeah, because I knew there was a couple. Like I knew Lesnar had the potential, but I didn't have confidence to put his name in there. I'd have to say Big Show. That might have been my first uh, gut as well. Would have yeah. been Andre and, and Big Show. Yeah, that's, but again, same thing here. The, but at first glance, at first glance, it is. Yeah, I was shocked that as we got into it and talked about it and just thought about it more, I just went with Brock over Big Show, but. Yeah, initially I was same same page as you. I was thinking uh, I was thinking a uh, big show, but uh, guys, that's it. I hope you enjoyed uh, the latest installment of Best in the Business. We do have more to come, of course. Who knows what we're going to talk about next and break down in another tournament? But I had fun. I hope you guys had fun, and I hope everybody listening or watching had fun. And oh, tell and us hope- who you think. Yeah, is the best. Everybody comment just, on how wrong we are and how yeah. right how bomber was are. and how right bomber yeah. was. But, mm-hmm. um, or and, you know, maybe while you, while you do that, Dust is gonna go get himself a throat log engines. There you go, and, and who knows? <laughs> maybe some of you think Great Kali was the greatest uh, big man in the business, but you were definitely wrong. Whoever thought that? 
So uh, that's it. Just say as we're going out of here, you need to check out jobberradio.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you need, I was about to say at, at Jobber Radio. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Jobber Radio. And pretty much anything, all you got to do is just search Jobber Radio and we're going to pop up pretty much everywhere. So pretty easy to find us. It's pretty simple. Just type in Jobber Radio. Um, that's it, though, guys. Until next time, I say it's time to head out of here and we'll see you on the next one.